What's up, everyone? Welcome to the League Podcast, where we offer an all feelings, no facts, and a basketball analysis. My name is Josh, and this is my co-host, Jake. What's going on, y'all? All right, first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the Hawks' next series and Trey's game winner and how he impressed both of us in that series. So, like, coming into the series throughout the whole year, I was thinking, like, can Trey really take over and, like, make make the big shot in the playoffs or, like, get you a tough bucket when it really counts? And, like, what I would tell you, that game winner showed me that <laughs> that is something he can do. Like, that's just one of those moments that you dream about when you practice basketball, like, three, two, one, you got to shoot the game winner. That's, like, in the middle of Madison Square Garden, whole crowd is chanting against you and, like, you just you just get the job done. It was a crazy moment, and I feel like that's just something you dream of. Like Trey, really, <laughs> that was just like it, it. It shocked me. But after I was all like, wow, of the Trey's him, after all of the bullshit that the Hawks and specifically Trey Young had faced in that one game alone, for him to hit that shot, that was that showed me a, a level mm-hmm. of you know I'm here that I didn't really. I didn't really think Trey Young was capable of, especially not in year, what is it, year three of his of his career. He's 22. Yeah, he's... That was cold-blooded. Yeah. He, he showed he's, like, he's ready and he's here. Um, yeah, he definitely he definitely impressed both of us with that because, you know, I'm sure you as a Hawks fan had your own really high thoughts, you know, high thoughts and praises about Trey, but, you know, for me to see that... I've always liked Trey. But he was so disrespected all year. Like, absolutely. He didn't even make the All-Star game. You had Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons making the All-Star game over him. Like, I, it was getting ridiculous at a certain point. Like, I <laughs> I just didn't understand why, like, Trey was looked over so much this year. And, like, after last year being an All-Star starter and then, like, Steve Nash's comments and, like, he had a bad stretch at the start of the year. But, like, he played well enough to be an All-Star easily. I'm gonna say something that might by by All Star time. I'm gonna say something that might be a hot take. I think Trey should have gotten a little bit of love as an MVP candidate this year, and he didn't get any. They went through they went through a whole coaching change. The team was 14 and 20 before Nate McMillan came on board, and Nate McMillan should definitely get his roses for being a coach of the year candidate. Yeah, I don't think he got any coach of the year votes or anything like any love at all. Trey Young, (laughs) they went from 14 and 20 to being the fifth seed and knocking out the four seed in five in five games like that's crazy this series was an insane success and like i feel like no matter what happens this series should be looked at like this season should be looked at like wow that really did something that was so big for hawks basketball because i go lie to y'all we are we we are re-recording this episode and we had talked about the last time the hawks made the playoffs and it was a team of dennis schroeder and dwight howard and yeah, I, I don't need to say any more. That nasty, <laughs> nasty. Team. That's horrible, man. <laughs> yeah, like, the team, not a serious. The team with four all stars. That was a really good team, um, but they were never a good really. Team never like, was a contender. Yeah, ne- they were never like a true contender. I, it's it's always cool to see teams like that, you know, pop up and you know, make a little run, surprise people. But they were never serious. They were never going to beat LeBron. But Trey showed that never. Trey showed that like he can be the guy one day like he may not be ready to take this team like all the way to the finals like right now but he showed that like he's got it in him one day one thing that that moved me the most with Trey Young is like not being rattled by the moment at all like the way the Knicks were playing they were playing so physical with him and people were saying like oh you just gotta get physical with Trey and they'll throw him off 
just like he kept rising above the moment time and time again just making it happen and like that's what showed me like yeah he's really special he can be the best player on a championship team one day the lou williams right. story is hilarious he told him don't pass the ball and of that like i love that he told him that yeah and you know for him to literally take his advice like he dribbled around a double team over frank noakina like who i mean he's a bum but like he can play defense so for him to just go right at his head that's the only reason he's in the league <laughs> he should he should be overseas <laughs> <telling> anyway <laughs> yeah he's gonna enjoy guangdong and trust me yeah he gonna be on the shanghai bench anyways but for trey to go right, right at his front hip <laughs> hit that floater yeah. shush the crowd that was very bold and it just showed that like trey is ready for any moment. i love it yeah you you love that energy and speaking yeah. of energy if there's anything i can say good about the knicks it is that their home crowd msg was rocking msg was rocking there was a great it was a great home crowd and it's something we haven't felt in a very long time for obvious reasons but for not only for to have a home crowd again but for it to be in the garden for the first game of the playoffs not the first game but the hawks first game and that was like that was remarkable the msg after the whole pandemic bro i forgot how much i missed like that playoff basketball atmosphere like it was crazy yeah. <laughs> every shot like and i could say knicks fans as annoying as they are like they they did good this series yeah they like, brought they, they were brought they were a little excessive yeah the spitting that was not cool but you know the fuck trey young chance in the first quarter like off rip <laughs> it was like it brought it brought it was edge. like the second possession of the game it, it definitely brought a smile to my face a bit just because it was it was very over yeah. the top and it was like off rip but looking back on it it was like yeah. damn we we needed that we really needed that shit i was mad in the moment but after after the series i was like yeah that was cool yeah yeah same here same like, here basketball missed that yeah so msg was great um the knicks were not unfortunately but you know the knicks <laughs> definitely have something to be proud about um they should be proud of their series they should it's just like they should be proud for even getting there <laughs> they should just be proud for getting there because the hawks they were, really overperformed yeah i mean in the grand scheme of things they definitely overperformed but this series uh we clearly saw that the hawks were the deeper team and the hawks have like a lot of offense and going in to the uh going into the playoffs in general i was just i was observing the fact that the hawks have a very deep roster with a lot of offense mm -hmm. and i remember like a couple games trey was out when he rolled his ankle and Bogdan was coming in and scoring like 25 28 like he was just he could carry the load of the offense for a few games and it just showed me how deep the team was yeah so like with connor coming back yeah hunter who's unfortunately, sucks now that he's hurt but. yeah unfortunately he's out for the year but like i don't think people understand and you know i'm not expecting like every casual watcher of the game to know every every player on the team but the hawks are really like they have a lot of firepower outside of trey they don't have like a third option really but they do have Trey, yeah. and they do have Bogdanovich, who is capable of giving you 20 to 25 on, you know, on good nights. Uh, John Collins isn't exactly a third option, and I think the Hawks should let him go this season <laughs> because he... His, yeah, he needs to walk. It's, the, like, what he's done this playoffs, it's been ridiculous. Like, he's got to stick It's up just he that. can't do anything. He can't do anything by himself. Like, people look at his stats and think, hey, he's a good player, but, like, they don't understand that 
which all of it is just off of Trey passing him the ball when he's wide open. The guy wants a super max and he's a lob man in three point No, like that's a good skill to have if you're like on a cheap deal, but you're not getting a max. If you're a that, role like, player. Yeah, like that's a good skill to yeah, have. Like maybe like on the Hawks roster, yeah. that's all John Collins is, just to be brutally honest. Nah, he's not like who he thinks he is. No, not at all. Like, but <laughs> he's still providing good offense. Uh, but it's not just Collins. It's Capella getting you the cheap buckets mm-hmm. underneath. It's Gallinari. Yeah, like when you have that many guys, bro. Kevin Herter. It's valuable. Plus, you got Cam Reddish. People, yeah, I was telling people Kevin Herter can get you 15 a night, but he's just so deep in that roster that. <laughs> like he doesn't score that much but you know, if i remember he was starting last year and he was getting like 20 25 points sometimes john collins being as expendable as he is is so crazy because you could argue that the hawks offense is better without him because of how much offense they actually have and of course defensively he's not really that good but for the hawks to have as much offense, i didn't even mention lou will yet like i've even gone down the whole list of you know players in the team that can score but like they're they're a deep team I really love. Yeah, Bob you didn't Donovan mention Hunter. Show. Yeah, <laughs> Hunter can I mean, score. Yeah, Hunter. Hunter's Hunter was. He's the second best player on the team, as far as I'm concerned. Not right now, obviously, because you know he's sure. trying. Bogdan's great, but you yeah. know we're gonna see him take a step next year. I think like Hunter just getting hurt. I feel like with the Philly series, like I mean, I'm not gonna go fully into that, but uh, with Hunter getting hurt, it just kind of like took the team's wind out when they figured out like, damn, he's out for the year. Because we were just kind of holding off on him back for the team to fully like hit their stride and like give Philly a run. You know, Hunter, like he's the team's best defender. Yeah, he's the team's best Far. defender. And if you were watching the Hawks early on in the season, which I'm pretty sure not a lot of people outside of Hawks fans were, the Hawks were bad. But DeAndre Hunter looked Very like bad. the best player on the team, and I'm I'm not saying that lightly. DeAndre Hunter was putting up 20 a night, giving you great defense, and on top of that, he was shot making. Not just hitting open shots, like he was creating offense. And I think Hunter... It was that stretch where Trey was playing really bad after the whole Steve Nash thing and with all his issues with Lloyd Pierce. And Hunter just like, he he went to work every night. He got his 20 and even I was saying like, hey, he's our best all-around player. Of course, I I mean, it's Trey. Yeah, it's Trey. And I mean, it's come full circle. We, We see it's Trey, but you know, Hunter showed us a lot this year and that he can be that guy on the team yeah like he doesn't necessarily just have to be like he doesn't necessarily have to be trey's sidekick like he can be the guy or like trey's like robin he can be the guy alongside trey helping the offense like helping the team win games really because i mean he's the best defensive player on the team and that's like a tall task enough to just look players like lebron and Kawhi in the eyes and like, like make an impact him locking up Julius Randle, who's like way heavier than him, showed me that he can do it. And then when he switched onto Derrick Rose, I mean, who's a way different player whoa, than Julius Randle. Let's relax. And locking like, him up too. Like, Randle should be in Israel, but yeah, Rose is good. Rose had a great series. I did not expect I mean, Rose to be okay. that good. Randle, Randle's a good player, but Hunter really, Hunter made it so we didn't have to double team. Him, Hunter, Hunter sunned him. Like for sure, and then to for, to switch to guard from Julius Randle to Derrick Rose and not skip a beat is insane to me. Yeah, um, one thing I did want to talk about before we talk too much about the Hawks is in the Hawks and Knicks series. Um, 
I just have to uh, put this out in the air. Tom Thibodeau, you're fucking stupid. You're dumb as hell. <laughs> Julius Randle, you're dumb as yeah. you're, you're just as dumb. But especially Thibodeau, you're supposed to be the guy watching the game from yeah. the sidelines, seeing all the things happen come to fruition. Nowhere, he just once. He he could not figure out that the Hawks were sending help from the same spot at the same point in time, every single possession, and. You know, we we've and the Knicks didn't have it. shooters on the floor to take advantage of it. Either. Right, right. I mean, that's that's part of roster like, construction. But as far as Thibodeau's concerned, okay. adjustments were not made. And you know, you had you've said this a bunch of times that Randall took like five good shots all series. Yeah. Like pretty much all his shots were fadeaways over two people. Like that's not winning basketball. Yeah, he I was saw taking him get, like, two, he was taking shots two like in his, easy shots. Yeah, he was taking shots in his COVID bag, but like it's the playoffs, buddy. You're not hitting those. Yeah, nah. But no, uh, one guy who has somehow still maintained his great production is Bogdan Bogdanovich, though. Big shot, Bogdan, man. Hey, so when Trey went out, he's a, bro, he's fearless. When Trey went out. Bogdan had a stretch, lasted about six weeks, end of the end of the season, where he was averaging 22 points, four rebounds, four assists, as the team's quote-unquote number one option. It was kind of more of a team offense, but like Bogdan is not afraid at all, and he's like a confident shot taker and shot maker. What's insane to me is how the Hawks got through stretches without Trey and without Hunter, like and still made it to where they are right now. We had talked how about, deep the team is. Like with Bogdan, he really stepped up. We had talked it about was a that shot. Where, it that, was both Hunter and Bogdan out. Oh yeah. The shot, yeah, you <laughs> know what shot, I'm talking about. <laughs> the yeah, game one shot. At the end of game one, yeah. When Trey whipped it to the corner and it got deflected. And I don't think people who don't like play basketball know how difficult it is when you lose your focus on the ball and you have to pick it up off the ground and then shoot it. And he didn't even look at the basket. I just saw him throw it up like splash it went yeah that was it was freaky. a switch like he that was freaky. like that was insane like the degree of difficulty on that shot was ridiculous with rj barrett coming into coming to you in the corner like he, he's an elite defender like it, it was crazy and <laughs> bogdan again he did it again in philly game one like philly was making that little fake run where they were following all the hawks players and um i just had to throw that in there but um <laughs> the hawks were only up three and uh he just he made the big shot and shushed the crowd and it was crazy like Bogdan I like I of course want Trey to take the big shot but if Bogdan is open I will be perfectly fine if he takes it too like Bogdan makes the big shot Bogdan's not far off from Clay Thompson I'm not saying that lightly like like look Clay Clay's a world class three point shooter he's he's one of the best off ball shooters ever he's probably the best off ball shooter ever but. Bogdan is not far off. Like you watch them play, like there are similarities. And Bogdan's yeah. got like a nice handle, ability to like create shots. You can put the ball on the floor. Yeah, I, I really like Bogdan though. I don't know what you know how he's gonna fit alongside Hunter and Trey in the future, but like he moved me. He moved me. He's the best Euro League player in this league. Hmm. I mean, if you're not counting like. What does Luca do that uh, he can't? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Anyways, so right. there's, <laughs> there's a part of the Hawks roster that you know kind of gets overlooked, I guess. Um, Clint Capella, 
um, his impact on, <laughs> on games is kind of overlooked because he might be the Hawks' like third or fourth best player. I mean, I think that's like being conservative, calling him the fourth best player, because you know he hasn't done he hasn't done like a tremendous job on Embiid. He's actually had some problems, but all season, I mean, like he's just. Been, I feel like no one can guard Embiid. Yeah, I mean, no one can guard anybody <laughs> in this league, but yeah, especially not a superstar player like that. Yeah, but Capella, he's been so consistent doing the little things. He's not, you know, he doesn't have like the the coolest looking play style, but he does do the little things. You know, he's a good, he's a good role mate. He's got he does everything hands. except score. Yeah, and that's fine with me. You know, he's about he's got the same bag as Rudy Gobert, and that's okay. Because Rudy Bear, Rudy Gobert's <laughs> yeah. got a super max, and Capella's only getting paid yeah, twenty we, million a year. Yeah, we have cheap Rudy Gobert. Yeah, y'all have, y'all have short y'all have short I'm, Gobert. I'm fine with that. Like. People totally. are mad at him about the Hawks series, like the Philly series, but in, there's not much you can do against Joel Embiid, especially with the way Joel Embiid plays. It's it, you just gotta live with what he does, and if he beats you, he beats you. Like he's an MVP candidate. No one can guard any superstar in this league one on one. Like that should be a given. Right. Like Paul is not gonna shut down Joel Embiid, but he, he his impact on the team. It's a team effort. The Hawks went from the worst defense in the league to like a middle of the pack defense, and that's that's him. That's what he did, yeah. and so I just I think he's a good player, and I and I like him on the team. Yeah, he's he fits really well alongside Trey. Like you, you guys don't need two lop in on the floor being Collins and Capella. Like he does his job doing that. Um, we've talked about the Hawks roster pretty much top to bottom though. We haven't really talked about the bench that much, but uh, we've been talking about the Hawks and 76ers a lot already, so let's let's dive deep into it. So, <laughs> is Trey the best player in the series? You're not going to like my answer to that, but yeah. <laughs> like, bro, Embiid, bro. A lot of people I, are Embiid. not. I don't really know how I feel about that, but it, it's, 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 it, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Ask me who I want on my team. If I'm trying to like build a team around somebody, I'm definitely building around Trey and Embiid. Sure, I'd say Embiid may be the better individual player, but you're not gonna win with Embiid as your best player. No, you're not. I feel like you can get further with Trey. No, if you're building the around a guy who's been like Shaq and he's like he's got a Trey Young level flop game, like no, sorry. I mean, like it's 2021. Big men don't run this league. Yeah, this is this is, this is a shock raider league. For sure. And like and don't get me wrong, and be can shock raid. Like he he moved me a little bit with some of the shots he did. Like oh, he's he he's insane. All seriousness, Embiid is very unguardable and defensively yeah, you can't guard him. He's a monster in the paint and he's yeah, like you said, he's probably the best individual player in the series, but like he's just not as drippy as Trey. <laughs> and we don't need to get into <laughs> If you ask me who I'd rather have, like Ferrero, I'm thinking trade because like I'd rather have a point guard. Cause like I think passing I think scoring and playmaking is more important than like ring and rebounding. For sure. Yeah. To me at least. No, Embiid's like, Embiid's crazy talented. I don't want to diminish him, but I I, I, I am with you on that. Like I would take Trey to be like, the team. I feel like Trey can score just as well as Embiid, plus he's a generational playmaker. So that's why I'm taking him. But I can see why you take Embiid, though. He's very unguardable. Like, sure. 
but he can average 40 a series. One, you know, kind of flaw in Embiid's game that's getting exposed this series um, is it's maybe not necessarily his fault, but the 76ers don't really have like any way to stop Trey off those screens. And Embiid, like having him step outside the paint after carrying the offense um, the way he has, like, no, you're asking way too much. Like, yeah, most mo- most centers can't do that anyway. Like, no, <laughs> Doc, Doc Rivers like going thinks playing yeah. these rim protector centers on the floor. I mean, I'm not just talking about Embiid. I'm talking about Dwight Howard too. Like, bro, Trey, Trey has been Trey's had like one like off game, but he's still like he's still doing exactly what we thought he would. Like, he's he's torturing anybody who's on him with these with those screens and just shooting over anybody. No, like. So many like fake stats lying about Ben Simmons's defense this oh, series. Oh, you mean you mean the five points one. on three made field goals? Yeah, that's the most egregious one. Five <laughs> points Wait, on three field goals was insane. <laughs> how, bro? Like that's why I hate NBA Twitter. Like, how do you score five points on three field goals? That's so, uh, that's that's very know. that's very nasty agenda pushing, but that's what we do. Yeah, like I, they're just trying to like push the Ben Simmons defensive player that you're. Or whatever, and he's a fantastic defender. He's a generational defender. He can't guard Trey Young. No one in this no. league can guard Trey Young. And we had talked, you know, on the our first like you know original episode that we weren't really moved by Ben Simmons, and like I don't really care like how many like quote unquote good games Simmons have. He's still not moving me at all. Like in game three, oh, yeah. he had so many of those open buckets that I'm just like anybody can hit those. Like, like there, he, there was one bucket. So many open baskets at the yeah. end of the game. There was one basket when that he hit on Collins on the baseline that was like, like, damn, that was that was pretty impressive. Like he's got some freak athleticism, but it's like look, the thing. When the you thing about at, me is like, yeah. dude, you're six ten. I know we can finish at the rim. Like, yeah, like expand your game. He's just unserious and he's weak mentally. Like he's got like the brain of like never a fifteen win. year old. Yeah, in that regard. Ben Simmons is your second best player you'll never win a t- title at oh, all no. like he's such <laughs> trey young is torturing him this series and i don't i only i can only imagine what like kd or or james harden is gonna do to him i don't know if he'll even guard them. i don't know he might try to guard Kyrie or something you better he you better hope he gets like joe harris or something because he's gonna get tortured regardless but no offensively uh, like he's such a negative and i don't really think yeah, people understand awful. it's not just like oh he can't shoot it's he's a non-threat from outside 10 feet like it's a difference no, between like people think his defense makes up for it which is insane no it well. doesn't like it, it's a difference between like you know he, oh he's only taking like one three a game uh, and he's only hitting like 30 percent of them it's like no he will not shoot the ball you don't have to guard him out there you don't have to respect him he's unserious he can't do anything on the floor offensively besides you know what he's already good at He's got, you know, his finishing ability at the rim. He's got his playmaking ability, but. I don't know. He's a cool player. He could be a cool fourth option, I guess. But like a Draymond Green type player. (laughs) Uh, That's a little disrespectful to Draymond. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. Come on, Draymond's better than that. But. (laughs) Draymond will shoot him. He's open. (laughs) Yeah, Draymond, remember. (laughs) Bro, y'all, y'all forget Draymond scored 35 no, points in game, game seven. seven. <laughs> Biggest game of his life. No. Ben Simmons would no, no, never. He stepped up to the plate, man. 
Oh yeah, that's how this bro. That's how the score started this playoffs, bro. I'll, I'll give away. I'll give away a thousand dollars. It's so sad that I've come full circle to like completely hating Ben Simmons because like yeah. in high school, bro, like he could shoot the ball. Like he yeah. would take. He's not like, him. He would take off. No, bro, he's not him. Like he's just like. His shot making, like, as far as, like, in-game goes, has just gone down, like, every year since high school. It's so sad. Yeah. Like, he could have been so good, but he's just, like, weak. I don't know. I'm sure he practices threes all the time. Like, I don't care. <laughs> he's not hitting them in-game. He's not even taking them. But. We're talking I don't about understand we, how you're in the NBA <laughs> can't shoot. We've hated on Simmons enough. Um, Embiid has done, like, such a great job of carrying Philly, but, like... I don't know about that knee, man. Like he got hurt twice last fake game. Fake that for yeah. sure. Like those those fake little fake injury. fake knee injuries in game three. <laughs> but like, I can't. I don't know you, how bro. much more like, he can I, take. I really don't. It's play style, bro. Like I can't lie. I really hate Embiid. Oh yeah, I know. You I do. remember. It's on a certain list of mine. If you follow me, you know. But um. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not gonna get into that. Trey, yeah, we're not gonna talk about that. But like Trey Young, he was painted as the face of foul baiting by like Steve Nash of all people who did that a lot in his career. But um, like, it's ridiculous to me because I don't be like one of those freak stat guys. But he has shot like forty-seven free throws <coughs> this series. He has shot twenty-six, almost double. Jeez. It, it was That's a possession insane. so bad last night. Oh, Embiid, he had Trey Young by him in the paint, and he flopped. Like, Trey Young. Trey Young is 6'1". Like, oh, was it was it last game, or was it game two? Where, yeah, it was uh, last game. Where uh, Embiid, like, he, it, it was like a 20-point game, and Embiid flopped, and he was, like, arguing yeah, with yeah, the refs. Yeah. It, was, it was three minutes they to go. Like, the game was over. They were up three minutes left. That was disgusting. Yeah, they were up 20 mi- with three minutes left, and Embiid was flopping and mad at the refs for not calling it. Like, it's ridiculous. I truly hate him. Like, I can't lie to you. <laughs> like, that's one thing I can't imagine. Yeah. I, no. It's just a nasty way to play basketball when you're 7 two, 300 pounds. And, I mean, whatever. I get it. You 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 play to win the game. So, more power to him for that. No, but, but it's, 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 still, it's still very shameless to, like, argue a call up 20 with three minutes to go. I don't care if it's a playoff game. Um, you're a 7-2, supposedly, supposedly the best center in the league. And you're flopping with Trey Young on you. I don't know what to tell you. You're just an embarrassment. You'll never win. So it is very <sighs> obvious yeah. that neither of us like this team. Um, and it doesn't stop oh. until Tobias Harris. I don't care about his fake COVID 2020 season. His like, fake shooting numbers. Like, are, he's not good, bro. Like, he's shooting. Like, he's shooting contested fadeaways against, like, Solomon Hill, dude. Whatever. I, I <laughs> like, he got it. <laughs> like, I hope you enjoy I guess he's not moving me at all. Like he's not a star player. He's not a good third option. Yeah. They're gonna get swept by Brooklyn. We all know that. They're not. Of yeah, course, I'm they might. They might get one game off of Embiid's like. Yeah, off of Embiid just being great. Yeah. Um, in all seriousness, no. Uh, the 76ers. They. Dodge a bullet with Hunter being out. They, yeah. Well, they did dodge a bullet with Hunter being out for sure, but. I didn't think they would look as dominant as they did, so I do have to show somewhat of an appreciation for how good they did because they blew my expectations away. Going 
going into the playoffs, I I had the Hawks playing the Sixers and I had the Hawks winning in five. As the series came around, I thought maybe it'd be like Hawks and seven or Sixers and seven, but no, like they've through three games and of Into course the series yeah the series can turn around like in a heartbeat hawks could win the next three and you know we'd be right but no the Sixers have surprised me and they look like they're on the path to winning the series with hunter coming out you know it's kind of hard to replace that defensive presence so yeah going into the series i picked uh philly and six of nba plays and it looks like that's gonna hold up if the, Hawks don't, if the Hawks don't win another, it's probably because it's Hunter, though. I mean, I knew Philly was the better team, and Trey Young's 22. It's going to happen where you just yeah. face a team that's better than you. But he'll be there. He'll be there to, like, and, and like, swing with the heavyweights. Like, Philly's goal this year is to win a title. Our goal this year was, like, <laughs> improve our record. I don't even think you could say making the playoffs was because, like, the team last year, it was really bad. The Alex Len... Uh, Evan Turner, Vince Carter's corpse playing big minutes. I remember, <laughs> I'm like Vince Carter. Vince Carter looked off Trey, just like fading away at thirty footer for the win. I mean, like, has anything uh, changed? Like Solomon Hill starting. Like, let's be honest, Solomon it, Hill does. Yeah, not Sol- Solomon team. Hill is a starting player on this team. Like, I don't. You're not gonna win with Solomon. Solomon, Solomon Hill is your starting small forward. Like, no, Pel- no. Pelicans and, fans know. Like, you already know. I don't even need to get into very nasty player anyways enough talk about- i like his veteran presence but yeah yeah no. anyways we've talked a lot about the hawks one last thing before we kind of transition over to the west uh we had a hypothetical that that we had we've already previously talked about this but you know we're gonna put this on there so we had a hypothetical of who would you build a team around um and the two players were trey young and jason tatum so who would you pick josh <laughs> I'm thinking Trio. I'm thinking scoring and playmaking. You're wrong. Oh, I was like, <laughs> okay, dude. I get it, bro. Uh, Jason Tatum is a pure hooper. Like, I'm sure that appeals to you or whatever. But uh, Trey Young produces way more offense than Jason Tatum, and you know this. So that's so nasty, yeah. bro. Dude, what, bro? Jason Tatum can do everything on the floor. Like, he walks across half court, like. Like you have to account for him. He hits every shot from everywhere, and he's like, is it, bro? He's I get six it. eight. You like his fadeaway mid ranges, but he's not great. <laughs> he's six eight, and he can do anything inside half court. Like he can pass, dribble, pass hit like any Trey. shot. He can't not. Oh, he no, can't no, pass no, like relax. Trey. Let's relax. No, he can't pass like Trey, but he can hit any shot you ask him to. And he, he can do it in the fourth quarter consistently, being 6'8". He can score inside and, and out. Why'd they lose in five to Brooklyn? Oh, oh my god. Okay. That's so nasty, bro. <laughs> oh hey, my who god. Who has more playoff series with No Brandon way! Series? Bro, T- Tatum who dunked on LeBron. Series? Who cares? Tatum dunked oh, wow. on LeBron. You're like, you see Trey Young like whip a left-handed pass to the other side of the court, and you think, oh yeah, Jason Tatum long to his cooler. No way. <laughs> Oh my goodness. No, I definitely have a bias towards forwards though, because like I said, when it comes down to the, you know, crunch time, you know, the whistles are a little bit, you know, more lenient, you know, they're not, not as many crazy. No, I feel like for the big bucket, I'd rather go Tatum. Yeah. But if I'm that's what it comes down to for me. That's what it comes down to for me is, is big bucket making because, you know, Tatum's, Tatum. If we're talking about better player, I'd say Tatum. I, okay. As a better, yeah. Like, and the question when was, you individually like, you look at their skills, 
Build it around. I'm picking Trey. So like a Trey-led team, like the, all the firepower you can have around him, like goes further than a Tatum-led team. Just how much he does for his teammates. Like Trey Young almost got John Collins a ninety million dollar deal. Like that's insane to me. Okay, I do have to give him that. John <laughs> Collins is bad, but <laughs> bro, he he almost got John Collins paid, bro. Like that's insane. Jason Tatum, and the reason I have this forward bias is because this is a forwards right league. Like LeBron, Kawhi, Katie, th those are like not maybe not necessarily the. It's a reason thing. LeBron's the best out of them though, because passing and scoring. But yeah, go ahead. We agree. We agree on that passing scoring dynamic. We'll get into that later. But the it's a forwards later league, and it, whether you think maybe you think one of there's a player out there better than LeBron, Kawhi, and KD, maybe you think it's Luca. Well, Luca's six eight. Luke is a, a forward when it comes Luke to like this prototype. Like he's not really a point guard. He's got his point guard skill set, uh, skill set for sure. But this is a forwards league. Like you gotta, you gotta be able to hit shots from anywhere. That's what wins. Yeah, this I agree. So yeah, that was a fun. That, that's that the thing fun. about uh, Tatum. Like Tatum's shots not blockable by most players, and Trey's is. Yeah, he's got that freaky. That's, he's got that freaky like slingshot release. A KD type. Yeah. Like, just an unblockable shot. Just a hypothetical we thought of. Let's go over to the West, though. Um, I, wow, I can't believe the Lakers lost. And I want to, like, <laughs> sort of go off on a tangent for a bit about yeah. the Lakers. Um, I've been watching basketball for a very long time, and I've been playing basketball for just as long. Um, and it feels like for a very long time that I'm, I'm, I'm watching the league over the last like five years let's say i've been watching the league through like the lens of like almost this movie where like lebron is the protagonist and everybody around him is just like a villain like kevin durant for example but for the lakers what did you say say not <laughs> okay bro uh for lebron to actually get knocked out in the first round and i know he's 36 but I felt like all year the Lakers were going to get it together because they did last year. But for them to actually be knocked out, it's it's crazy like, because it's crazy because yeah, I like understand. I feel like now in the West, I don't know who's coming out the West. I really don't. Like I have my pick, but that can be argued. That can be argued really easily. There's like, there's really... There's really no clue who comes out the West. Like, you know, the Nuggets are down 3-0, so, like, let's count them out. But, like, there's still three teams that, like, any of them could win. Any of them could win. And so the last... was Clippers. Yeah, and then now the Clippers Kawhi are Kawhi being the best player left. But, yeah, they're down 0-2. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell's showing me something, too. Yeah. Actually, like, as we're recording this, they're in the first quarter right now. And it's 10-10, so nothing crazy yet. But it, we can see the Clippers going out 0-3 tonight. But that's what I was saying about, you know, LeBron and sort of the media is there's been like this player dynamic where it's like the league. I mean, was LeBron no longer... was the face of the league. Like the league wanted LeBron to win. Yeah. It was and like, it was like the most money. I can never. It's a business. Yeah. I can, it's, it's sports entertainment at the end of the day. I can never watch the league and feel like one of these teams is going to beat LeBron or, you know, these teams are serious. Like. It was just always like LeBron, the Warriors, Kevin Durant. It was like, I, I feel like I was watching the yeah. same thing over and over and over and over. And like, just not really being able to watch basketball from like a pure perspective. Like I have been able to like, now that LeBron's eliminated. Like watching these but, playoffs yeah. is super fun to me. 
and there's a certain group of people that haven't you know they're still salty about you know the lakers losing you know i'm talking about lebron stands you guys i don't i don't want to group everybody into one you know you know one label but a majority of people like y'all don't even be watching ball y'all just be dick sucking lebron it's so frustrating <laughs> i'll say my favorite player is lebron well and that's all cool. time of course now it's trade yeah but like when i was watching i mean lebron I was like i don't want to diminish lebron like yeah. and when they lost he's i was the greatest finally, player to ever touch the court in my opinion he's the greatest of this era like, and i feel like that's that undisputable he, we don't need to talk about the goat debate episode one i'll i'll my head yeah, the goat debate will be touched on later on. yeah for sure for sure but for the lakers to actually lose and lebron to like finally go out in the first round in the first round that's never happened and i didn't see it happen with this team as good as the suns have shown that they are it's like i just never thought it would actually happen and now i can finally look back on lebron's career and be like wow he's given us 18 years where he like this league was his and nobody was touching him it, it spoke more on lebron's greatness to me than anything and i i hate to turn it into that but like i was like wow nobody expected this no that's kind of what i mean though is like now that he's like not in these playoffs i can actually look back and like be like damn he ran this shit for a while and that's not to say like his when time i saw at the, the injury of actually holding him back yeah that's not to say his like, time well, he was so over. invincible for so long yeah they could come back next year and be back. just as good but it's like for once for i sure. finally get a breather and i'm like i get to just like watch ball you know i don't have to like <laughs> and when you watch yeah you could tell that the lakers are kind of horrible Oh no! Don't no, get me wrong. Like, that like, team's as so far, top heavy. As far as basketball is concerned, they they suck. They really oh, do. Like Drummond is only LeBron and AD. Drummond is awful, and finally people get a chance he's to still work see on that. his Chinese. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he better he better Chinese. warm he better start warming up and learning because you know we you know where he's going. Schroeder, like, like he, Schroeder was really good last year. Oh, did you see the Drummond tweet though? <laughs> no, 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 the Drummond tweet. We gotta talk about that. Really oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was a, it was a tweet I saw. <laughs> it was this Lakers fan, and of course Lakers Twitter is like the worst side of Twitter. So this guy was saying like, "Do you all know how good Dr- Andre Drummond is?" Then have you thinking like, "Damn, the AD and LeBron really need to come back." He's like that. <laughs> in all caps, by the way. He's like that in all caps, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, bro, that's one of the funniest tweets because like, even with common sense, even knew back then like, "Hey, he's awful." Like, there's a reason that he's a free. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason why he's, like, carrying the Pistons to 30 wins. Like, he's unserious. Like, I thought hey. Schroeder was good. Uh, like, after uh, la- he, last year, he was spectacular during the bubble. I mean, it is the bubble. Like, you know, some players are bubble made, yeah. kind of a hero. But, no, Schroeder was giving buckets to the Rockets last year. Like, he looked like he could score and- on absolute. Like, he was scoring on Robert Covington like he was his bitch. I mean, Robert Covington, Covington is exactly like. Oh, no, not not this year. But like he was, he was yeah. good on defense last year. Like Either from way, a guard, it's kind of tough. Like on a quick guard, like Schroeder. Yeah, but be tough for him. He's not the same player, and he kind of screwed up his contract situation. What is Caruso like? Really good at. Like, I know he hustles and plays defense, Dang. but is he, like, a, a positive on the court, or is he just, like, a place filler? No, he's not even a good defender. He's an effort defender. Yeah, that's, yeah, we gotta establish that difference. Effort defenders and good defenders are two different things. Crusoe's just, like, this lame, like, heart and soul. Like, like we don't, we don't good defenders are maybe, like, a, 
defenders are like a Ben Simmons that type. Yeah, like Simmons. I don't know, like a Chris Dunner. <laughs> oh, what? DeAndre Hunter there. No, Chris Dunn, like, like I swear, Chris Dunn's an elite defender. That's, that's the only reason he's not in China. Right it's now. just he's such, it's just such a defense. nasty name to throw in there. Cause like Ben Simmons and Chris Dunn are like the same player, bro. I swear to you. Um, Lonzo Ball's a great defender. Um, and you got, and like after defenders, you got to talk about like a Marcus Smart. Oh yeah, like Marcus. a Alex Beverly. Caruso. Beverly. Beverly. Beverly's an defender. Either way, Lakers roster. Yeah. It's bad. It's very bad. Taylor Horton Tucker, I don't know what you Lakers fans thought he was. He's, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, for him to be as drafted as low as he was and be as good as he is, is still impressive. But, like, he's not. Like, he's 21. I don't want to call him garbage. No, no, he's not trash. He In, in the, the game six where the Lakers got eliminated, he was he was he he got 12 points. He did his job. Thing. He did his job. Somebody who wasn't, though, was uh, Kyle Kuzma. Um, Kuzma oh, does no. not. He needs to start Kuzma. practicing. Yeah, he he does not belong in this league. Like he, yeah, he might be Jake. <laughs> that's taking like, a role between him and Jake. Yeah, yeah. that shit finna be serious. <laughs> go crazy, bro. Yeah, they they finna be the uh, Mike Conley, Which Zach Randolph, it's wild the, to me because the, the African League. Big time Kuzma slander, but he played good in the last finals. Like he didn't score, but he was making winning plays. But like, another crowd, it looked like he was like scared. Like, he didn't know what to do. Like, he was, he was right. <laughs> Bro, he was so clueless. He's not good. I've never been moved by Kuzma, awesome. and I can't believe Tatum and Kuzma was an actual debate, like, when they were getting yeah, into like, the league. Lakers fans and, like, even Celtics fans are pretty bad, and Heat fans, they have a tendency to, like, every Every fan base is bad. Whenever their... a team starts winning, you get to see, like, how bad a certain yeah. fan base is. <laughs> Philly fans are talking about me right now. <laughs> yeah, Philly. Hey, hey, we probably got Philly listeners like, bro, it's literally you. Like, oh yeah. man. No, 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 I don't overrate my team. No, no, I'll tell you, John Collins is garbage. I'll tell you if Bill yeah. Williams is him or not. Like, yeah, it's about being a realist. No. you don't want to blindly support. But no, the Lakers have been I'm pretty real. Like, the Lakers roster is bad. Tell when I'm trolling from one yeah. series. Yeah, the yeah, Philly. the Lakers. Are Lakers roster is bad, but the Suns. Like, the thing is, they, they have LeBron James and Anthony yeah. Davis. They can fix it. The Suns actually moved me. Like they've moved me. Like a, like take away like what they're doing to the Nuggets right now. Like they're freaking them. But what they did to the Lakers, like they moved me a lot. Like Booker. Like, I mean, I guess it was easy for them with one good player on the court. But yeah, go ahead. Oh my God. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Devin Booker has actually put himself in conversation. Not saying he deserves to be there or not, but he's put himself in conversations with Jason Tatum and Trey Young. He he's being grouped <laughs> in this under twenty five, yeah, you know, like face of the not face of the league, but like the future of this league. The young guys, we we'll call them the young guys. John Morant. Uh, he's going to be like Tatum, the next John, Booker, like the next Paul George of the next couple of years. Mitchell, Zion. I don't know where Booker falls in that list, but I I do know like. As, uh, they're about to be in the conference final. Like he does deserve to be there, bro. What he did in game six—he's gonna six, be a perennial top ten player. What he did I don't in think game he's top, six—he'll be top five. No, I don't think he he's that much. good. There's just too many good players. But what he did in game six, like I did not know he had that in him. It felt like every three pointer he took and made because he he only missed two three pointers, but it was like every three pointer that he hit and after like, the first one just had like more weight to it than the next one. 
and it's just like it was more crazy that he made it because he just kept stringing shots together and it was like he didn't really he was not worried about missing he was just taking and making i don't really and when you see like i don't remember with lebron missing. james like yeah with lebron james coming like bringing like willing his team back and for booker to be able to like shoot threes to end those runs like you gotta feel like when you're in the, when you're at staples center and you're like damn the lakers are really starting to get, up, get that momentum and to be to be that good where you can like hit this big shot over somebody just to, like quell a run like it's crazy 50 to take out lebron is not something to ignore or scoff at or call it serious like that's 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 insane granted the suns are way better but that's what we're talking about here is the suns really moved me a lot I, I mean he did have an mvp candidate on his team too oh don't god. don't discount that oh my god we're really gonna do this y'all chris paul is not an mvp <laughs> candidate chris paul is not even the best player on his team i can't believe he just did oh, that y'all man. i can't believe hey, i gotta do anything i can to protect the transgender right Devin Booker is not in that tier he, he's not never gonna be but um yeah he's a great player though i think mitchell's better but we'll see in the we we'll, might see yeah we'll battle, see in the conference finals if, if uh the jazz pulls it out but chris paul is not Bro, like, you, gotta, you gotta look at it but Who's better mike conley right now or chris paul oh my god that's a yeah I, I, for you to even put those two names together is kind of gross but so, I'm kind of thinking about that Jazz Sun series. That'd be love series. Like, I don't want people, people are being weirdos about it. I don't want people to think that like I completely hate Chris Paul. I don't because he's played. You know, he's played on on my two teams, and he he did do good things for both of those teams. He did. He was amazing. You know, 10, 12 years ago for the Hornets, he he had two teams. <laughs> bro, shut up. <laughs> no, but it's like I think he's 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 good as a second option. And that's what I'll give him. But yeah. for the media to be calling him an MVP candidate and for people to be looking at Chris Paul, like like 36-year-old Chris Paul, like he can still be the best player on a title team. That's nasty. He'll never be a nasty championship hell. player on a title team if you no. can't score 30. That's what, yeah, you said it best. Chris Paul cannot carry an offense like Booker or Harden or either, like either of those guys. And of course, not, like, not at 36, not, he, he was able to do that 10, him, 15 years him ago. Him and Booker is a great combo. Him and Booker is a yeah. great combo because, like, he masked Booker's limitations too. Like, they work great together. Like, look, don't get me wrong. Chris Paul does bring like a style of offense that that was for a while dying. His mid-range game, but like, he's been so effective in this nugget series but you know in the lakers series he was injured he only scored nine points a game mvp candidate by the way nine points a game um but he's torturing the nuggets he's torturing the nuggets yeah he bro chris (laughs) paul has people thinking Jokic is like a really bad defender it's just mike i mean he's not good but that's not his job chris paul's just taking and making every mid-range he's given in in this drop coverage like another thing is like it's a big conversation but defense doesn't matter much as people think it does on individual players because you're just not allowed to touch players anymore in this league like what is good defense worth if there's a whistle for it why would you rather why would you want a good defender instead of like an elite offensive player like Jokic? like what 
yeah, like, make any sense to me. I saw people like grouping Ben Simmons into those top like five players under 25 discussions. Dude, if you can't score, I promise like your defense doesn't make up for it. Maybe on a role player, that doesn't make you like defense. Defense is so ridiculously overrated by some fans. And, uh, you're still gonna give up 100 a night, 100 like 110. The Suns do like, seem to be sort of against the grain when it comes to this though, because they've got guys like Macau Bridges, Jay Crowder, and they play team defense so well. Yeah, that's what that's what's really like. That's what's really like team defense. put this team over the top is they play team defense. Everybody is like they're bought in. They're very bought into winning games through defense and you know just letting the shot makers make shots on offense. Which is crazy to say because like even Macau Bridges and DeAndre Ayton give them their 15 a game on great efficiency. Ayton's been terrific in the playoffs. Like he bitched Anthony Davis. Like he's he's moving. Uh, a lot Anthony Davis did drop 34 on him twice. I mean he's supposed to do that. Like, he's supposed to do that. Ayton was not supposed to be as good as he was. I Anthony Davis is weird to me, and that's a whole different topic, but good player he showed me that people who are trying to group him in with like damn at bio and all that uh, he's a, a he's a he's a b-tier superstar i'll give him that superstar i would say star we can argue about that superstar a little much for me <laughs> we can yeah. argue about that another time but no mikhail bridges jay crowder I, I think we just have different definitions for superstar maybe so maybe so that's okay the sun's like even campaign like who i know you have your thoughts on but like even he's like making plays the suns are like really deep and they they're, they're uh, bought into this team defense they everybody seems to just like hit shots at the right time very very reminiscent of what the lakers were last year everybody just hitting shots at the right time like kcp and like yeah that, that's Cam what he does he's he's just, he'll just yeah, forever Cam- be russell westbrook's dance partner <laughs> to me <laughs> did you say his dance partner <laughs> He'll, he'll always be Russell Westbrook's dance partner to me. I refuse to give him any credit. But yeah, he's done. He like seriously though, he he's been all right this series. Yeah. Series. Cam Johnson, I didn't realize was actually a contributor, but he's good. Too. And he could shoot the ball. He, yeah. I won't say he's a contributor. He could shoot the ball though. Yeah, I mean he's good in his role. And we're seeing how deep yeah. the Suns are against the Nuggets. I mean they're just they're they're, they're the better team top to bottom. I see idiots all the time when I'm talking about is Jokic is this your MVP and like oh dude, yeah that was that was one thing that was it, actually it, what I was about to bring up is like his second people are trying to junior. people are trying to bring down Jokic's MVP because of like these games where like he doesn't have like people, his second yeah. best player like it's ridiculous Twitter is so stupid man. Like, yeah what like what are you talking about. Like, like if Jamal Murray was won playing. that game, but last game, whenever he dropped 30, 20, and 10, and DeAndre Ayton came out and said in the post game, like, yeah, he's the MVP. Like, that's crazy. You don't, you don't really. Oh, hear, he like, he had like twenty two and ten one game, and people were talking like, is this the MVP? He had twenty two. Like, yes, and 10. it's the like, MVP. What? Look at that, his playoff stats. Look what he's game. doing without Jamal Murray. But you know like what? The Suns have trampled the Nuggets, and you know part of the reason is because Michael Porter Jr. has just not, he hasn't been good. He's awful defensively. And and for those of you who know me, like I love Michael Porter, but he's just been average for his standards offensively. And on top of that, Michael Malone just seems to hate him. 
won't give him the touches, doesn't trust him as like the second creator. I watch Aaron Gordon get more touches than him on a nightly basis. <laughs> for a guy that's... Yeah, like, that team misses Jamal Murray bad. For a guy that is a 6'10", like, extremely efficient shot chucker and maker, for him to not have the ball in his hands, but instead you run the offense through Austin Rivers and Composo pick and rolls, like, okay, dude. Like no wonder put the you guys ball on the floor. What just, it's almost like I never see him put it on the floor. I'm talking about MPJ. Yeah, as soon as he catches the ball, he handoffs. Yeah, handoffs. You know, sitting in the corner. They, it's like I, rarely do you see him with the ball. Like, I wish his coach would give. Yeah, I wish his coach would give him a chance to run a pick and roll or something. Yeah, I mean that. That's just like one of the reasons. Like I don't like Mike Malone. He doesn't like Porter. He doesn't trust Porter. I just don't think he's a good coach. Like at all, and that's part of the reason that yeah, they're getting either. they're getting trampled this series. Like I thought this would be a competitive series. Like even though like the Suns have more firepower, like the Nuggets are still a good team and they have a good offensive system. And of course they got Jokic. Like if you have a guy that's that good, MVP in the league, you're you're never out of any game. Yeah, I get I I actually had the Nuggets this series because of like how good Jokic is. Yeah, I mean, I didn't give the Suns enough credit for what they did to the Lakers. I thought the Lakers were a terrible team. But <laughs> uh, the Suns are actually like a very, very elite team. I don't think they beat the, the Nets, but... Um, They're my pick yeah, out of the West, though. Them. The Suns are my pick out of the West so far. Um, yeah, see, Suns are good. Clippers uh, are just weird, bro. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk so, about the Clippers. They're so Particularly, strange. like, the, the series they had in round one. Because, man, like... I love the series. That's my favorite series. Of the yeah, playoffs. that was a fantastic series. And, like, what Luca showed me in those seven games... Special. That was special. Like, generational like, player. Yeah, we're not... We're... Luca's going to be the face of the league. He'll be the best player in this league at some point. Yeah. Completely agree on that. He needs help so badly. The Mavericks, outside of Luca. They might be the worst team in the league. And I'm not saying that lightly. Like, I know the Pistons, Cavs, Rockets exist. Like, they're really I mean, bad. I disagree. They're, they're just really bad without Luka. Like, yeah, I'm a little biased, but they do hit a lot of open shots. Like, they're a very good shooting team. Like, the, the quote-unquote second-best player on this team is supposed to be Kristaps Porzingis, <laughs> like that tall. Yeah, Kristaps Hero. Yeah, Kristaps Hero, tall Tyler Hero. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. He's not good. It's such a shame because Terrible. for a guy to be that big, that skilled at that height, and for him to just like sit thirty feet outside the outside of the paint, like, are you kidding me? Seriously, might be worse than John Collins. That's bro. Like, Boban is an inch taller than him, and like you, he gets doubled in in the paint. The Clippers yeah, were sending I, I a lot of help on Kristaps. But no, Kristaps wants to be a fucking shooting guard. He's got that Anthony Davis syndrome. It's so nasty. But, you know, the Mavs... And Kawhi's the top three player in the world. Kawhi, is, Kawhi was the best player in the series. As much as Luka did, Kawhi... Kawhi took his team no. down the stretch of the last Yeah, like games. when Kawhi hunted... Yeah, game, yeah, game six, six and seven. Game six. In particular, six game mainly. six. Bro... He went the hunted Luca play after play. They were down, you know, getting towards the stretch of the game. Then they tied it up at 90. And three minutes ago, Kawhi went on an 8-0 <laughs> run by himself. Shot making, tough shot making and shot taking. 
Oh, but he doesn't have Why a wiggle. Him? Get the fuck out of here. People on Twitter are dumb. Yeah. <sighs> Talking about wiggle. Like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> oh, man. No, Kawhi, Kawhi, like, was hunting out Luka. And every time having his way having his way there was a uh, there was a shot that he hit it was on either (laughs) Finney Smith or I think it was Finney Smith where he like he went right the step back mid-range yeah the step back mid-range and it was like yeah you know you kind of underestimate Kawhi's like Kawhi's like quote unquote bag but like Kawhi can hit (laughs) any shot yeah Kawhi can hit any shot on the floor and he showed that like he went he went deep into his bag and he hit the, he hit the, the the toughest shots down the stretch and he hit the most important deep. shots of the of their season. Tatum is who I feel like is the, is like in that Kawhi mold. Even though he, he has more of like a bag, I guess, but yeah. Tatum can be that. Like just cuz of that tough like, shot making down the stretch. Right. Yeah. That bag's like a disgusting term, but <laughs> Um, the Clippers, yeah, that's what I feel like. you know, they ended up winning the series, but I think like we're seeing like how flawed, you know, they're, they were made out to be the 96 Bulls and they suck on defense. No, the only player, the only player that they're built to stop is LeBron. They run a, that's literally what that team was built for to stop LeBron. They can't stop anybody else. If you watch the Mavs Clippers series, you know that Luke Kennard didn't play until like what game six was it? I don't remember exactly, but it's because it like it was because of Luca, and they were switching on everything. So and they knew like if Luca gets on, if if Luke Kennard gets on Luca, like it's over, chicken. So they couldn't play him, and as a result, they didn't have they didn't have a player. They were paying sixteen million dollars a year on the floor, and. For the Clippers, playoff for you, man. Like anybody can look good during the regular season, and when it comes to playoff time, they just completely get played off the court. Yeah, for the Clippers, like that was a that was like a huge flaw for me that I didn't really like see in the regular season. Like defensively, they're not they're not that good. Like they they just they relied on their shot makers, Kawhi and Paul George, who is having is having a good postseason. I will give him give him credit, but Paul George, he's having a good postseason. I don't know, man. Last two games not looking too good, but of course, like a playoff series can change that at any moment. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Jazz Clippers more later, but you know, I think we've kind of covered some of the important round one series. Um, Let's go back over to the East, where we had some expectations for this Nets Buck series, and it looks like they're they're down the toilet, man. Like, (laughs) it's an embarrassment. You would never ever. We gotta have best player. we gotta have a serious talk about Giannis, bro. Like, okay, I won't say that. I won't say you will never win a title with Giannis as your best player, but you will not win a title with Giannis as your main option. I'll say it. You won't win a title with Giannis as your best player, unless you have a. I don't know. Guy, maybe with the, I think like Dame. Yeah. With okay. Dame, with, they with, could do it with a guy who can like carry the offense. Yeah, but like, is he really the guy at that point? Like even He's Chris, like, Chris Middleton is their would go-to. Be the main option on that team. Yeah, Chris Middleton's their go-to scorer, like in the clutch. That's so nasty. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I was really waating for Giannis to show me something this series, and like you know he's had he's had good games. I don't want to like brag on completely. Bucks. Like he's. I like the Bucks because of teams that are built. I got I have a bias towards that, but like 
it was just embarrassing to watch what they did. Like, the, the Nets have no one to throw at Giannis, no one to stop him from getting to the paint. And Yeah, they were no throwing around those freak stats him. about how he scored 40 points a game on Brooklyn in the regular season. It's like, yeah, sure. Cool. You lost by 50 in game two. It, it, it's embarrassing what Giannis is doing. Of course, nobody can stop Brooklyn. I'm not blaming them for not being able. No, to stop it's Brooklyn. just like no one was doing. It that. seems like everybody had a con- like a consensus that like Bucks were gonna put up a fight. You know, I thought the Bucks were gonna win too. Are they still? I mean, it's a two one. Yeah, it's a two one series, but they had to, fake win. They had to earn. They had to earn that win at home. It, they're not winning another one like that. They opened up. That's a, a good win on the road. Up a twenty point lead in the first quarter, and. I was at no point of that lead. I was like, yeah, the Nets are coming back. Like, I mean, for the whole time they had that lead, I was like, yeah, the Nets are coming back. This game is not over. When Milwaukee took the lead, it was just because Brooklyn wasn't hitting their shots. They were getting good looks every time. Kawhi and KD, or not, sorry, not Kawhi, Kyrie and KD, just getting every look they wanted, just not going in. So when they came back. That KD stretch at the end of the game, bro. (laughs) Oh, shit, bro. When, yeah, he, he's the best player in this play, on this planet. Like, he's the best in the world. <laughs> he is. But at no point in time did I feel like the Bucks were going to hold on. And they didn't. They had to absolutely, like, they, that was a dogfight win. It had no, like, obviously, like, you know, the, you look at the, the net score to 83 points. <laughs> that won't happen Why again, not? bro. I'm sorry. Come on, bro. Like, be real. Like, I know it's 2 1, but it just feels like this series is already over. It feels like it's 3-0. <laughs> it really does. Like, like, was bro, that really a dude, win? Everybody knows. Like, everybody knows the Nets are going to win. Take, like, I don't take, care about that fake ass. Take what we know from the series and then factor in that Harden's not here. I like, come on now. The, if Harden plays that game, they might win by 30. <laughs> that might have been... It, oh, like, if Harden would have played this series, it might have been, like, the most violent sweep, like, in NBA history. Yeah, yeah. Because the... I feel like the Nets played with a chip on their shoulder just because of everyone talking about, oh, the Bucks could put up a fight. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> they 50 bought them, bro. Like, what? <laughs> and I was one of the people, I thought the Bucks would put up a fight. I thought I thought Giannis like, was going to have an amazing time going up against KD in the paint. Like, But <laughs> I guess not. Yeah. Giannis is not him. Who would you yeah. rather have on your team right now, Giannis or Luka Doncic? Luka. Easily, I, I almost want to say Luke is better right now. I feel like no, I actually right now. I actually, I'll say it. Yeah, I actually don't have a problem saying that now that I think about it. Luke is better. Who would you rather have right now, Giannis or Jason Tatum? Tatum. <laughs> he may not be like a better. Actually, no, he's not he better, but be. that's who I'd rather have. Like sure. I, Giannis, Giannis is crazy talented. Like he, this game's just so limited. Yeah, like he's extremely dominant in the paint, but like he's just not that skilled. He's he's skilled, but he's not like he's not superstar skilled. Mr. Turbo Square. (laughs) No way, bro. Like, bro, he's a good player, but he's not him. There's nothing against him. Like he he has a great story. He got paid. He he won back to back MVPs, but like. He's not him. He'll 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 probably win a title in, in this league at some point. He might as a second yeah. option. Exactly. I I don't know. It's it's just crazy to see like how like no like he he's in that Anthony Davis tier. 
amazing players it's that just, you can't win with as your first option. It's just crazy to see because, like, you know, once he, like, bloomed in the start of won his first MVP, people were really talking about, like, he's going to dominate next era, but he really hasn't gotten that much better. Like, he's amazing, but he's, he's not going to be a top five. Well, he may be, like, on the cusp of it. He'll never he won't be in that. I don't think he'll be the three. best ever. Like, I don't think he'll be the no, best. He'll never be the best player in the league at yeah, any point of his career. I don't think so anymore. And I, I did for a while. For a while, I thought he was, but no. It, it just looks like every everything that we had thought about Giannis is just like diminishing, like before our eyes. But the Nets are. So I don't want to put you on the spot right now. Go ahead. Top ten. Ooh, uh-huh. we'll we'll save it. We'll save that for episode two. Gotcha! I gotcha! That probably won't even come prepared. You put me on the spot again. But, so, we thought the Bucks would match up well. Like, yeah. you know, with Holiday It's disappointing, but... I hate super teams. And just like KD. But, like, I gotta give him his flowers. He's the best player in the league. I could say some nasty it just things sucks. right now about KD, but we'll save it for episode two. Oh, no, I can say something. This is KD's first time being the best player on his team since the... <laughs> Maybe he oh can finally God. prove that he's the best, like he's the guy on a championship team. Maybe he'll do it. I don't know. Let's see if someone else can say something about that. I can't believe you just called him. A but low. I don't know. You I don't know when low, Harden bro. comes back. You called him a low oh, bro. Him, like yeah, Harden's the big bro on that team. On that team, the little bros are KD and Kyrie. <laughs> oh my God. Like, <laughs> when Harden comes back and he, if he wins Finals MVP, I'll start some nasty narratives about KD. Oh, I will too. I got no problem. <laughs> That's the inner hater in me. Yeah, I mean, I love, yeah. I love KD Harden, but no, I definitely start some shit. Yeah, okay. We- KD, bro. Like, KD's Mr. Super Team, like, I dislike that. Like, the, the league had parity for, like, one and a half year, and then boom, the Nets get Harden. I'm like, come on, bro. Yeah. I Not realize. fun to it's, watch. Yeah, I can see why you think that. No, we, we've kind of covered cool. this series, like, top to bottom, I feel like. <laughs> But for me, but yeah, one thing is like it's cool watching the Nets do crazy stuff offensively, and then you think like, damn, nobody else in the league has a chance. No, they don't. Okay, there's no, whatever. there's no parity like in the league overall. But like, it is cool to see the West. In the West, it's cool. But... Very cool in the West. You know, and then something that I actually forgot to touch on when we were talking about, um, you know, the Lakers and the Suns is like I finally feel like some of the young guys like can shine. We talked about like the under twenty five group. Of like Ja, Trey, Tatum, Mitchell, Zion, Booker, these guys finally have like a chance to like really do something. It's like you know. Cam Reddish, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways. Oh my God, you're so nasty for bringing that up. Like you really are. But. <laughs> hey, Philly better not hope. Like he Cam Reddish isn't on that Michael Porter tier. Like he's not. The hey, under no 20- way you just said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But anyways, the young guys, like, they're finally going to get their chance to, like, take the top yeah. spot in the West, at least. You know, I don't, nobody's beating Brooklyn. But at least, like, we can finally see, like, some young guys, like, establish themselves. Like, Luka, even though he didn't get out of round one, like, even though Luka didn't get out of round one, like, he I, he impressed the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody You know who's impressing me right now? Who's that? Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I'm with you on that, bro. Right, he's crazy. Mitchell, look... I know, I know the, I know the bubble, like, people have, you know, they can say what they want about the bubble, but 
Mitchell was on Mitchell was on a different mode that like I don't really see often from players. Like he averaged forty a game in that series. Forty a game. That they lost. He did everything he had to do. Yeah. No, I'd never blame Mitchell for that series. Insane shot taker and shot maker. Like he he is one of those. You guys, gotta remember, right? I know he's six one. Yeah, I know that. I said like I have a, a bias towards forwards, but like that kind of goes out the window with Mitchell because yeah, with his verticality and just overall athleticism. Like he's really like one thing you could knock about him is like he's inefficient in the paint. He's like one of the lowest percentage shooters in the paint, like in all of the league. But like I don't really care better. about that that much. To be honest, like I know we can hit shots in the paint. It's just, it's it's just a stat at the end of the day. Like I know Mitchell he can, can get up there. On, like, yeah, he can work on yeah. that. And of course, like once they finally realize Gobert is not good, they can get him a real second, <laughs> you know, teammate to space the floor. <laughs> yeah, those are no. a good team, bro. And Quinn Snyder is a great coach. Quinn Snyder is a great coach. I, I've I've kind of I've disrespected the Jazz a lot honest but like they're they're moving me a lot so go go bear yeah they're they're a really good team like for for go bear fan base for go bear to be the quote-unquote second best player i don't he yeah he is he's the second best player but like for him to be the second best and the team to be as good as they are like that just shows like not only how deep the team is like with clarkson bogdanovich conley like for them to be that good is crazy. very good team yeah quinn snyder definitely deserves his flowers has he won a coach of the year before quinn snyder I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's why I asked. With you. He 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 deserves some love for sure. I was wrong about the Jazz. Yeah, I'll yeah. give him I'll give him credit because I like going into this Clipper series. I I I was questioning even if they the had a legit chance, but they're the best team in the series. Clearly, they're better. Yeah, they are sure. better. They're a better team than the Clippers. And even if the Clippers come back into the series, I won't back down on that. The Jazz the are the better can. team. Yeah, the Clippers definitely can. Like as a team, yeah. If the Clippers win, it's off the strength of Kawhi being the like a top three player on the planet. Yeah, and because they're a better team. But no, Mitchell. Mitchell has like kind of been overlooked for a while, and I think it's because you know partly because of playing in Utah and like never doing anything serious in the playoffs with Utah. But like Mitchell's doing his job for sure, and he's like getting better. It seems like. That first half performance he had in game two was nutty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he's 24. <laughs> Bro, he it makes... It just shows how good the young players in this league Donovan are. Mitchell wears number 45 and makes it look good. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, like... Like, bruh. <laughs> it's the thing, like... If you can wear a number and make it look good, like a nasty number... Like, I'm talking like... Like an Alvin Kamara. Oh, yeah. Like... <laughs> Like, bro, if you can make a nasty number look good, I'm like, damn, okay, you're, you're good. You're a good player. So, of course, they, yeah. Yeah. So, right now, Clippers are up eight right now. Five. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eight, I don't know if, what the fuck you're looking at or watching. It's eight on my screen. But either way, Clippers are up. Doesn't seem I said, get, I said uh, like, 35 is a nasty <laughs> number that KD made look good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, you don't even notice that with him. But... Speaking of KD, who's the best player left in the league? Is it KD? Uh, Steph Curry. Oh my God! I meant in the playoffs. No. You know Curry's not good enough. Oh, in the 
Bro, like people be calling the bubble against Curry, bro. Like, come on, bro. But uh, who? Is it, seriously, who's the best player in the league right now? It's KD. I mean, why? Kawhi can give KD a go, but he's better than KD at all. I'ma uh, say something that's gonna piss Josh off. KD's been the best player in the world for two years when healthy, and it's, it hasn't really been close. Like, Ke- Kevin Durant's cool to me, but like. When you ride the coattails of another great team to win a title, like he played the league on easy mode for the past couple of years with uh like they literally couldn't double him. Pretty much the I will say this, like absolutely the majority of the defense's attention back in Golden State went to Stephen Curry. Because like the number one goal of a team when they played that Warriors team, do not let Steph Curry go up. And TU teams would rather let KD go off than Steph Curry. And he was just playing on easy mode. Like, I, you couldn't even double him. What kind of superstar player doesn't get doubled? I feel like LeBron has done more with less. Career. But, no, but you know, no it's subjective. There's no defense for KD. There's no way to guard KD. There really is. What's the defense, what's the defense for LeBron? Let him score 40. <laughs> Yeah, that, that tends to work. Yeah, let him score for you. <laughs> but no, KD's the best player. I'll give him like this year. Yeah. For me, you don't you don't want to give him 2019 though. This year. You said what? Uh, for me, it's been LeBron being the best player in the league from 2008, 2021, or 2020, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you got you got 2020 for sure. No, Katie. We don't want to. We don't. I don't want to get too far into it. I kind of want to save it for for next episode. But either way, I I think we both agree like Katie's the best in the world right now. Yeah, for sure. Um. So the bubble. It, we're show, we're we're kind of seeing like some players from last year's bubble like just not be as good this year. I already name dropped Tyler Hero. I'm gonna name drop him again. Tyler Hero's not good, but like, how, how is that carried? It's just a different league. It's a different game without playing with the pressure of the fans on you. Yeah, I mean, like, if you started Shooter watching the bubble, then you would think TJ Warren is, is like, is him. He had, <laughs> he had Duncan a, Robinson, he had a as good as he is, he turned into Ray Allen. I'm a I'm a Duncan Robinson believer, so I can't I can't say he's not a great. They're shooter. great, but like the way the Heat shot to make that playoffs, unreal. Like there was no defensive for it. Like the Heat shooting was the real like are catalyst. The heat, are the Heat bubble run. frauds? Like what? You saw the truth about Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler. Well, what you did was great. I just don't think you can win a championship with him as your best player. I don't think you can make a championship with him as your best player either. Like, I feel like that bubble run was like very fraudulent. The Heat are not bubble frauds, and here's why. So <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, I, I really, I really think the Heat can can make a run next year. They won't beat Brooklyn. Nobody will beat Brooklyn as long as they stay together. The roster construction is basically the same, but. What Jimmy Butler showed me in the bubble, <laughs> he was spectacular in the finals. Like uh, he went for him for him to win that game five without Dragic, and I'm pretty sure Bam was out too. 
like he literally put the team on his back went toe-to-toe -to -toe with lebron down the stretch and like made the big shots yeah. there's just not a lot of people you can say can do that like jimmy butler's not I'm a jimmy hater but i didn't even hate on him that night i was like wow that's one of the greatest finals finals performances i've ever seen i don't want to be one of those heat culture freaks but like oh, it's real bro it is like when you get a, a team to like just to, just to, to commit. buy in yeah just to yeah. buy in like that's how i feel like i'm seeing with the suns is like the whole team is bought in if you haven't like played competitive sports maybe haven't experienced it like when a whole team is bought in to like a common goal and everybody's on the same page from the x's and o's to what they want to do as a team what everybody's role is like that's powerful mm -hmm, but yeah it elevates the, the team. team they were so they were so fundamentally perfect yeah so from heat culture Eric to jimmy butler fantastic coach. jimmy butler having that second gear that you know only a few players have to be honest bam you know i, I bam's talented especially on defense he's great offensively like there's a lot of potential there he's been bad he was bad this postseason i mean butler was too but like for bam to be as unproven he is and come out and show that that was that was pretty embarrassing but bam's young he can he can make a jump as far as i'm concerned yes. well, that's whoa you said he hasn't proven anything as he's proven he's a great defender of course but like what i'm saying is like i'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt for that performance i think he can get better but i feel like that's like the level of player he is right now literally yeah took advantage gotcha. of him like they left him open yeah I feel like he doesn't have to necessarily be like on the floor. He doesn't have to be the second option going forward. And you know, if Oladipo's quadricep wasn't like falling off the bone, Bam wouldn't have had to do that much offensively. But yeah. if the Heat think Oladipo's healthy, they decided decide to give him another contract. And he, you know, he's relatively healthy. Like he's still giving his twenty-five and five great defense. You know, with the the given core pieces on the roster, like you know, Duncan, Tyler. He's not good, but he's Tyler. there. Fuck Tyler Hero, but Goron Goron's but instead of Tyler instead of Tyler Leah, yeah, let's talk about Goron. Yeah, Goron's ageless. For him to be I as good like as he is, like, like Jay Crowder is so underrated. You said like Jay Crowder? He was good for them. Like downgrading from Jay Crowder, Trevor Reese is big. They have a reason uh, for a while. Iguodala as well. Iguodala is not you know, a good as good of a three-point shooter, but yeah, like good players to have that experience. The team's deep. The team's got a clear-cut leader. Yeah. Maybe not, like, they might bring in a better player than Jimmy this offseason. Who knows what's going to happen, but, like... These hands are weird. If they bring in Beal, that team can seriously make a run. Oh, yeah. Like, if they I were to bring in Beal, oh, my goodness. If they were to bring in, yeah. Getting a guy like Beal... Perfect compliment. They were saying they wouldn't give up Duncan Robinson for Beal. Like, okay, oh dude. my god. Yeah, this is the same fan base, <laughs> like by he, the way, that said they wouldn't give up Tyler Hero for James Harden. I just want to throw that out there. I seriously don't know who's worse, Heat fans or Laker fans. That's just, oh my god, that's delusion. It's, that's literally delusion, bro. Either way, I saw Hawks fans talking about they don't want. Why uh, to take Cameron and DeAndre Hunter's spot? Like, okay, bro. okay, whatever. Bro, the Hawks have too many offensive options for y'all to still be waiting on the development of, of maybe Cam Reddish can become good, like really good. He, oh, I believe in Reddish. No, I He's I scared. like Reddish too, but like it's Kawhi Leonard. 
cares? Oh, oh yeah, he he can go to hell if we get caught. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? like yeah, he fans wanting top three to, player on the planet. He fans being so attached to like an inefficient shot creator, just crazy. But like, I do if you replace <laughs> if you replace DeAndre Hunter with Kawhi Leonard on this team, like <laughs> that team was that team would I. I don't know if they beat Brooklyn, but like they'd give Brooklyn a go. You could do anything like, with with Kawhi on the team. He's a top three player in the league right now. <laughs> like I, Hawks, people who have that weird obsession with their role players are strange to me. No, like see, Eric Bledsoe can go to hell. He can die. Yeah, that's what like I don't know. Uh, he can, he can, he can, he can go to hell. But if you're not good, like I'll let you know. I'll let the world know that you're not good. I have like, power. You saw my tweets during the games, like about John Collins. Like, I like I say stuff like, "Damn, I wouldn't even resign him for seven twenty-five an hour." Like, <laughs> bro, that's wild. But no, I do believe in the Heat, and I feel like I've, I've kind of made my point about the Heat. That the Colt, I feel like they'll be a perennial playoff team, but I don't, I don't know if they'll win a title. They can make a conference finals of the sort under Brooklyn. Obviously, yeah. they can be the second best team in the East. That's what I'll give them. I don't think they will, but they can. Um, so some of the other first round series that we didn't really touch on yet, that I definitely want to like swing back to. Um, the we have already talked about like how impressive the Jazz were, but the Grizzlies like I know it was four one, and I know like they swept basically when Mitchell came back, but like the Grizzlies showed like a lot of promise. Yeah, Morant could be a great player in this league. Dylan yeah. Brooks. <laughs> Dylan Brooks, bro. Dylan Brooks movie. I, I'm trying to tell people. Yo, I saw a graphic. Uh, I think it was like pregame of this game. So, there were seven, six or seven players uh, who averaged 25 a game. No, it was it was like an age gap of like 24 and younger or something like that. It was, there was seven guys who averaged, six or seven guys who averaged 25 a game. One of them was Dylan Brooks in the playoffs I'm talking about, obviously. Dylan Brooks averaged 25 in the playoffs. Like, and coming from 17 a game in the regular season on a team that, like, they're not good <laughs> offensively, obviously. Brooks, yeah. But they have a lot of good individual offensive players. Like, his defense on Steph Curry, like, moved me. Even though Curry had, like, 40 that game. Dylan Brooks. <laughs> he, gave, he, gave, he gave the best offensive player on the world trouble. Dylan Brooks is a top 10 defender on the NBA an actual good defender yeah like he's one of the rare like stoppers six eight quick you know he's guarding steph curry who's way smaller than him being that tall that's impressive and like he stopped steph curry from winning mvp you know how crazy that is (laughs) yo you put it that way like seriously i like brooks is good of course no don't get me wrong curry (laughs) got his like curry went crazy that game Brooks is he's gonna be like a special player I really think he's terrible I I used to think he was terrible because of how bad his shot selection was I was a Brooks believer when he was coming out of college and even I couldn't have expected him to be this good I thought this might have been like his absolute peak like he's 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 like really improving like quickly like every year he's getting better he's a shot creator now he can be an all-star yeah you know, I know, like, you know, you look at his numbers, like, oh, only 17-3-3. Three, three. He's a great defender. 
and given his touches, he was a great offensive player too. He's a two-way star. Who you want? <laughs> Who you want him right now? Him or Jalen Brown? I don't know, but he's better than Ben Simmons. Hey, come on, come on. I, am I wrong? Am I wrong? Come on, Josh. Come on. Hey, I don't want to say that too crazy. No. I don't want to say that too crazy. Hey, we'll see next season. We'll see next season. I'll, I'll put my money on Dylan right Brooks. Now, right now, Ben Simmons, but moving forward, uh, Dylan Brooks might be better, bro. Like, seriously. Like, because I didn't even think about that until now. I didn't even have a chance to, like, think how to answer it. Dylan no. Brooks really, <laughs> bro. The fact that you have to think about that is like so Simmons. sad. Like, no joke. No, like he's actually no as good of a defender as Simmons. Simmons. And I know people like if they're not watching the games, they won't understand that. Like, no, Brooks is solid as fuck. It usually takes, it usually takes like a year or two for people to catch up to like how good certain players are. And Dylan Brooks is especially he, on defense. He's, he's great. Media is yep. so behind on defense. They still think Beverly's good on defense. But yeah, I think Marcus Smart's a first team All Defense player. <laughs> No, the Whatever, Grizzlies have a lot of good defenders though, outside of Dylan Brooks. Like, Jaron Jackson. Like, okay, you know what's weird about Jaron Jackson? He is like, he's listed at like, what, 6'10, 6'11. It looks like he's 7'1 to me, but he's like a three point shooter. Very tall. Yeah, he, he, he's cut from that Anthony Davis cloth. Except not nearly as good as Anthony Yeah, he's a, course, he's a spot up shooter. But no, I feel like to be six four so bad. Jaron Jackson's kind of a project, but I feel like he can be really, really good. He, like he could be special. He has all the like tools <laughs> in the world to be special. If they can get value for Valanciunas and Kyle Anderson, you know, guys who maybe don't fit as much. Well, I'll say they fit, but they have too many players who kind of fit the mold of like grit and grind, I guess. You know, it's been the kind of the that. Grizzlies for a while, but. They need some shooting. I feel like they're an Akil car away from like a deep run in the playoffs. No, they need like an Akil car and like an Alonzo Trier, like just a, a bucket getter. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if you throw in like a Michael Beasley, <laughs> pure hoopers. Like that's that's the one thing, that's the one thing they're missing. Like a few pure hoopers to get that team over the hump. Oh my God, bro. No, but. So they've got like Kyle Anderson, who like I know his play style is like game yeah he's got a he's got a nasty game of basketball, but like, he is good. He's a disgusting brand of basketball. <laughs> no, I would never give him that title. I'll say it. I won't say. I won't speak on him. But yeah, I'll let you say that. I'll never give him that title. Oh my god. Um, Valanciunas, like he's been he's a vet. He's been good Blair. for a while. He don't fit alongside Jerry so, Jackson. Although I feel like he's kind of be, got a guy that kind of needs to move over for Jaron Jackson to play in the five because like Jaron Jackson being seven foot one and playing the four like that don't work thing is bro he's better than Jaron Jackson I don't, I don't think they want to get rid of him Valanciunas is yeah I, I I agree he's better than Jaron Jackson right now but like it's, it's I about feel like they should me. I feel like they should tank wins just to like on Jackson no. being elite what they're good enough they're good enough to like be good I'm saying they should they should get rid of Valanciunas and they'll be worse when they get rid of Valanciunas that will force oh, like, yeah. Jackson to be. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. The, they need to get value for from Valanciunas and from maybe like another guy who maybe is kind of expendable, like Kyle Anderson, like Pure Hooper. <sighs> All right, dude. <laughs> no, they need a shot creator. Alongside. Maybe a Shake Milton. That's very nasty. I can't believe. Wow. Monte Moore. <laughs> Monte Morris is a wannabe bucket. Man. He wants to be good. He wants to be he, a bucket so bad. 
I can't even call him a pure hooper. He's pure ass. He's pure garbage, bro. He he wants to be like a Mike James so badly. <laughs> but like I will say those guys have certain value, like when you have them in the right moment, but like they're not good players. <laughs> They're buckets, but they're not good players. Like, fuck out of here talking about some Jamal Crawford should have a spot in the league. Get the, get the fuck on somewhere, bro. He's like 50. Are you seeing anybody call somebody a pure hooper? Just know they're not good. Yeah. We're very anti-pure hooper over here in this league. Right. Don't, get, don't, you, get you a Bogdanovich, bro. Don't come to pure me talking hooper. about uh, Boogie Cousins or you know, know. Jamal Crawford. Like, no. Like the, At least Jamal Crawford was used to be good. Jamal Crawford was great. Alonzo Trier, bro? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Guys, look at this uh, somewhat talented guard that only got two years in the league, guys. Like, he's a bucket. Like, get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? Russ Smith, bro. Oh, that's... He, bro, he, he, he dropped 60 in China. He might be a bucket in the NBA. Come on, bro. Like, what, <laughs> like whatever, bro. No. You know what I think would be good for the Grizzlies? Is I think if um, they kind of... They took like a Valanchunas or a college. I don't know what the trade package would consist of. Maybe they would even have to give up like one of their better players like Jackson. But putting CJ McCollum alongside John Morant would be like a really good addition. Because they need some like some perimeter game and some shot creation like bad. Like having an actual... The thing about making trades like that, I feel like that trade would never put them over the hump though. Like, I'm thinking about winning titles. Sure, that'll win them games, but that trade will not win them a title. Yeah, I mean, you want to at least, like, try and build something around John Morant before he gets, like, frustrated. I get you. Yeah, I mean, it's just about making the team competitive. Like, it's kind of all you can do right now. Like, you can't just, like, get Kawhi. Like, Kawhi's not going to the Grizzlies. You're That's not how getting I felt Dominus. about Hawks fans saying and they want Beal <laughs> be amazing on the Hawks. So you're not winning a title with people. Yeah, probably. Like especially giving up what you have to give up. Or chance building to win a title. I don't want to be a role player freak, but um like it's just like certain moves, you're not gonna win a title with it, but it's like to quell like to like appease the fans for now, like to look like you're doing something. But I get what you're saying though. They need to make a move for like some perimeter player. Yeah. Good job. Of, like praying that you hit in the draft is yeah, like when the Hawks got Capella, that was a great move. The Grizzlies Thing have is, a good roster around John, but John needs a like another great player yeah. next to him. But yeah, enough about the Grizzlies. Um, so we saw Jason Tatum score 50 on the Nets by himself. Um, it's like there's the Celtics have nothing of, sus, of substance right now besides Tatum. Kevin oh, the Celtics sucks. are awful, man. Yeah, they're they're bad, bro. It sucks. Mark Smart sucks. Dave Tristan Thompson sucks. Jabari had, Parker sucks. They've had a Peyton long. Richard sucks. <laughs> Neesmith sucks. Grant Williams sucks. Robert Williams sucks. Bro, Everyone he just named the whole roster. No way. No. The team is garbage outside of Tatum. I don't care what Celtics fans are talking about. Everybody on the team is garbage outside of Tatum. Garbage. I don't mean bad. I mean garbage. Like, not NBA players. Maybe Smart. Tremont Waters. You forgot about him. He's good. Oh, Waters. Garbage. <laughs> Garbage. I saw them saying they beat the Hawks. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Oh my god. Bro, he just named the whole roster. I don't think. That's so sick. 
team is they like bro dude told me jabari parker would do more for a team than danilo gallinari and bogdan bogdanovich i remember someone saying evan Fournier is better than bogdan bogdanovich right now also marcus smart better than like this is ridiculous their team is awful they need real options and i hope tatum leaves just because i hate the celtics but hey yeah, actually i actually do too a, i actually do too though like i mean the celtics are like a, a like a story organization so they probably like could do whatever the fuck they want you know like get Tatum some help but like no I would actually like to see Tatum elsewhere I know it won't happen but Tatum in Atlanta oh that's freaky oh that's freaky yeah would never happen though but Tatum yeah but no the Celtics Did Tatum definitely... what's Tatum's contract looking like uh he's about he to sign his super big extension he's about to go into the first year of that big extension and then he'll be after that's done which is five years down the line he'll be in unrestricted free agent four or five years down the line i don't trade for him i just know he's like, he just finished last year of his uh his rookie deal i'm pretty sure no the celtics have nothing of substance outside of Tatum, but for him to win that one game by itself celtics fans were talking about like peyton Pritchard and lee smith coming in and making big shots off the bench they were seriously telling me jabari parker was a good player after i watched what he did for the hawks last year oh yeah for traded no, jabari to, parker to for tell, dwayne deadman no that's nasty to tell a hawks fan that jabari parker's good oh okay, bro. Oof, whatever oof. you got it bro you win Let, bro if that's, eric bledsoe if eric them. bledsoe ends up on another team and is like somewhat decent and they try to tell me that eric bledsoe's good like that would that would move me, like some type of like you know some type of way but uh, like not going for that. Uh, we already know what the Nets are doing. Um, I was a little shocked though. I don't even want to talk about it. They're so much better than everybody else. Like I knew they were. Yeah. No, I mean, as far as like you know, talent goes, like we all knew it was just going to be a matter of like could they no, put like, it all together. Everybody knew the Nets were the beating, best team. No, there's people saying like, oh, there's only one ball to go around. Like three world class players don't know how to uh, this. It's ridiculous. Twitter's not a real app, and people, you know, people like that. It's not even just Twitter, it's like social media in general. Like, some of those people are. It's ridiculous. It, like, I don't know what they're talking about. Just fucking idiot, bro. I don't listen to them. I can't. I, I have to, like, know what people like that are talking about just to have a general sense of, like, where, like, the average idiot fan is. But. Yeah, it's it's it dumps my brain a lot. But uh, I was surprised that the Bucks beat the Heat in the way that they did. Um, we already talked about like, sweeping them. I had the Bucks in seven. I had the Bucks in seven too, and Jimmy Butler was yeah. trash. Bam was crazy. trash. They just didn't play well. They they it, after game one, it was looking like it was going to go seven for sure. Yeah, they fell apart. They they fell apart. There's, it happens. There, there's really like no other way to like. There's just nothing really to talk about there. Like they fell apart. The Bucks dominated them. Giannis had his way. Like Giannis got his revenge. And, like sweeping a team that that uh, beat you last year. That's gotta feel good. Oh yeah. Um. So all the Heat fans talk. Like yeah, that had to feel good for them. We all knew Philly was gonna win against Washington, but like now, like it seems like Washington's Washington's future is like really uncertain now. All of a sudden, and that's very bad. Like I saw Draymond Green talk about like why would the Wizards spend, you know, try to try to build a team around Westbrook and Beal, and they drafted Denny Abdia. Like, what was the logic there? 
I feel like Draymond was kind of sliding his own front office for, for drafting Wiseman. I know like him and Wiseman get along and shit, but it is kind of like weird to say you're building a contender and then like not use your assets the right way. Cause like, what are you building for the future for with Denny Avdia? Like, are you serious? You've got Westbrook and Beal together. Curry and his it's a crazy backcourt. Yeah. Even with the Warriors, like you got Steph Curry in his prime, and I know Clay's not there, but it's like he'll be back next year. So what? Trade for a great player. I promise teams will give up a lot for a number three pick. Yeah, Wiseman was the number two pick actually. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Teams will give up a lot for that. Because knowing that, that that could have been oh, the yeah. mellow ball. Wiseman went before the mellow. Yeah. Yeah, knowing that, yeah. knowing that yeah. that could have been Lamelo though, <laughs> there was a lot of teams that probably would have given up a lot for that pick. But no, the Warriors decided to take Wiseman, and it, it looks like it's backfiring. I don't want to like call Wiseman, you know, a role player or anything after your one. It's your one. Who could who could they have gotten with that number two pick? I wish they would have gotten Giannis. I really, bro, I wanted Giannis <laughs> to the Warriors <laughs> well, so bad. Realistically, so bro. bad. Realistically, bro, will will Wiseman ever be better than Giannis? Probably not. What? No. That's a t- no. Fuck no. Wiseman will never be that good. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't like. You gotta make that trade, man. You have Stephen Curry in his prime years. That might have been Stephen Curry's best year since 2016. Like, I think there was some. <laughs> there was like some sort. Of, I, I just know that like when draft time came around, they weren't able to make that trade. Long story short, I think maybe like had Giannis signed already his supermax. Uh, yeah, 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 that, that might have been one of those, and they, they definitely would have made that holiday trade by then. I don't remember exactly like what order everything was, but yeah, it seemed like the the stigma that Giannis was gonna want out like kind of died then. And it might, yeah, another story, it might come back in a couple years looking like this, but who knows? Either way, like the Wizards, I I, I thought honestly, bro, that they, they could have gotten bro, the Warriors could have gotten Michael Beasley alongside Steph Curry. Yeah, they could have got Michael Beasley and like J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith still is good for twenty a night. <laughs> no way. <laughs> he's just a pure hooper, man. He's a he's a bucket. Like, what? No, the Wizards. Yeah. Like I don't. Bill and Russ are leaves? both out of there. Yeah, I was just saying. Do you think Bill yeah, leaves? And if Bill leaves, there, Russ Russ obviously follows if Bill leaves. Like. Not follows Beal, but like he's gonna get out of there. Like, why would Russ carry the Wizards? The fuck? Yeah. And as we're talking, the Clippers are up sixty-four to forty-nine at halftime. Oh, Paul George is showing up. He has twenty. Paul George twenty. Paul George. When does he choke? This series. Happy for him. Next series. If there's a next series. I can't Eat the Clippers to win because I want to see somebody challenge the Nets. Oh well. I mean, I think the Suns are capable of See, like, like, winning one the, or two, the same way the Clippers are. Though. Mm, I don't know, man. But then again, yeah, like, I feel like the Clippers. The Clippers have what the Clippers so. do is play down to their opponent. I feel like the Clippers up to their opponent and the Suns are equally as good as teams, but like one of those teams has Kawhi and the other one has Devin Booker. No, like, like, I feel like the Clippers would never get swept. That's no shot on Booker. It's just like Kawhi Leonard. It's Kawhi Leonard. Top player on the planet. I've said that a lot this podcast, yeah. but he's him. Oh, so something interesting that's kind of like... <laughs> something that interesting that's kind of like come up, I guess, after after the first round is that uh, Terry Stotts was quote-unquote, you know, relieved of his duties, whatever, like, 
bullshit terminology they use. He got fired. He sucks at his job. Um, and I said this like right after he got fired was like, what if they went after Dan Tony? And sure enough, like two days later, Damon reports come out. Yeah, sure enough, two two uh, two reports came out about uh, Dan Tony possibly having interest in the job. I don't know if he ends up being the guy uh, that Portland hires. That would be crazy. If though. you're a betting man, betting man, bet on Dame MVP next year. If Dan Tony goes to Portland, yeah, yeah. So I think what Portland definitely needs to do is like they've got to like. They've got to tear down the roster, and that doesn't exclude CJ McCollum. They may have to get rid of him in order to like open up a max slot or something. There's just no flexibility. McCollum's good, but he's not that good. Who? McCullum? He's not a championship second option. No, no. Sure. Um, like they've got a lot of like role man bigs, like for more like a traditional sense, like Cantor, Nurkic, like Zach Collins, like that brand of ball is just like not working. And, like, to have Robert Covington playing, like, the three, quote-unquote, like, he's... That's nasty. Yeah, like, no, that, that's not where basketball is. Like, they they play, like, at a very slow pace because of all the screens that they run. It's like, no, like, open up the offense. it's still 2007. Yeah, they play a weird brand of ball that doesn't really fit Dame that much. Like, I feel like if Dame, like, gets a fresh new team that's built, like, actually around him, They'd be crazy. Maybe not. Maybe they would. Best player before you win with Giannis. I'll agree with you on that. Look at what Dame did this postseason. Hey, I've been kind of a Dame hater. Not really a Dame hater, but like, I'm not. I haven't bought into like Dame being this great playoff performer. But like this postseason, I have to shut my mouth. Like that 55 point game he had against Denver. We had talked about like what Mitchell did. CJ McCollum and Robert Covington blew it at the end. Oh Yeah. yeah, that was freaky. But no. That was like watching a player like just like in his element, like nothing can bother him. I love watching. I, I, love, I love watching performances like that, and I'm sure a lot of people do for the entertainment value. But it's like when I see like performances like that, I'm like, damn, he's in on another. This level. guy is in his element. Like this is this is where he's like he has that next gear. It's like he's he's in this mode where like he absolutely loves what he's doing, and he's just like doing it at the highest level. It's it's so fun. Who to would watch. you rather have get hot against you, bro? Rather have get hot against you, Steph Curry or Damian Lillard? You lose either way. To be honest, that's how I feel. Like, like it, that's like negligible. there's nothing you could do there. Yeah, like when Dame or Curry gets hot, like they're just gonna hit ridiculous shot after Over. ridiculous shot. Like, I'll tell you this, bro. You're not gonna agree with me, but like, Damian is a top five point guard to ever touch the floor. Um. I actually don't disagree, but I think Chris Paul's had a way better career than Dame. So I mean, from that lens, Chris like Paul Chris Paul, better than that, bro. Prime Chris Paul is not. I don't know if he's better than Prime Dame. I don't know. That, that'd be something I have to think about. Like off the top of my head, I know Chris Paul. Tom not, way not better than him. Dame. Who? Thought they're not better than him. Isaiah Gary Thomas. Not no, than Isaiah him. Thomas. Like one, he led that team to chips. You got to give him his flowers. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh yeah, you're a okay, 90s hater. Like, I forgot. Yeah, I am a 90s hater. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. He he beat Young Jordan and like <laughs> AIDS magic. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, bro. 
Damian Lillard, he's facing LeBron. Like, I mean, of course, he never lost to LeBron, but he never won a title against LeBron. And he's facing um, <laughs> Stephen Curry, the the 73 win Warriors, then the KD Warriors. Y'all, I just want to, like, take a moment and point out that his argument was AIDS magic. <laughs> like, bro, I mean, that's what it was, bro. He, he's got AIDS. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> You know the Donald Sterling video where he, <laughs> he told about Magic Johnson. I mean, that's that's just how it is, though. Like, I think Dame's the top five most talented point guard to ever touch the floor, and hopefully he like, finds some playoff success, like in the later. Like that point guard shit, cool. That point guard shit, cool. But like, he's shooting step back forty footers. Like, come on now. Yeah, as far he, as talent the guard, goes, the the guard play in this league is so much different. Like, it's so much higher than what it used to be. Yeah, it's. No, like watching guard play, and I have to admit, as someone who's more on the like in favor of, I'm not like, I'm not like saying '90s basketball is better. Right? Clearly, like this era of basketball is crazy. But at least if there's anything I can give the '90s players is like I know that like these players would would still do good in today's era because they'd have like a different viewpoint of the game. They'd have different resources. They'd be trained differently, taught the fundamentals of the game different. They just they they have the skills like that's that how it, yeah like, if they're trained differently if they have all of that they can be great but if you just drop a 90s player in this league they're not gonna be as good as a guard hell no but but if there's anything yeah, i can get the i 90s. feel like a 90s a 2000s player has a better chance of being great in the 90s at least where it has for this era like that's how i feel about it if there's anything i can give the 90s and i know you probably have to concede this is like the big men in the 90s they're better than today's yeah they're better they're better Oh my god. Oh, Akeem Olajuwon in this area. Oh my goodness. I mean, like, I mean, Capella's already in this era. Oh my god. <laughs> Capella with the jumper. Well, seriously, who would you... Like, <laughs> who would you rather have on your team, bro? Clyde Drexler or Zach Levine? Because I'm taking Zach Levine. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Take, no, no, I'll take Zach Levine. Clyde, Clyde Drexler is overrated. Ooh, who's another great two guard from that era? Uh, uh, Kevin Johnson, bro. What you rather have, bro? Kevin, Kevin Johnson, Johnson or Jimmy Butler? Kevin Johnson's a point guard, but you compare like Kevin Johnson to like. No, I, I, I vouch for Kevin Johnson. I, I wouldn't do that to him. Like Kevin Johnson, you know, would he be a top ten? Top? Is he better than Trey? I mean, if you just drop him, like his play style is not like today's era. Yeah. But no, I'll give Kevin. Uh, no, I don't want to show Kevin Johnson. It's disgusting. <laughs> Not fun, I'm really yeah, it's just stupid fans talking about they want to watch tackle basketball and like <laughs> games end like 80 to 67. Like, bro, that's just not fun. Like, it's, it's not good ball. Like, cool, bro. They tackled each other and fought. Like, whatever. Grow up. It's over. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll touch <laughs> on that more next episode. Um, yeah. One last thing. You know, we've covered a lot of, you know, basketball. And if you're still with us after an hour and 46 minutes, I really appreciate it. Um, one last thing we, argument, though, though. One thing, <laughs> no. Go ahead, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have one more conversation that we gotta have. All right, that's um, what I'm talking about. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, it might get, it might get a little nasty. Yeah, though. Um, you know, we kind of wanted to like talk about why we even started this, and I know Josh sort of has like, you know, his perspective on why he started. Because this, I mean, this is his podcast at the end of the day. So like. Kind of, Kind of tell us like why because ours 
Yeah, I guess it's ours. I, you would ask, whatever. But like, tell me like why. Tell tell like everybody like why we even started this. Okay, so I always wanted one, but like the thing that said that made me think like yeah, I'm I'm making one now, is like the night or the morning after Trey Young hit the game one game winner. I was like watching, and I'm like waiting for them to talk about Hawks ball, and I don't talk about it at all. And I was watching Undisputed, and I was watching the whole show, and I'm just waiting on them to talk about it because at least I thought the Knicks would get coverage, but I guess not. But it was literally all LeBron or the Clippers, or, and it was just a terrible show. Sports media is in the gutter, and I was watching it. And like the only bit of Atlanta sports talk that was in the, in the show was when Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones, and lots of people know I'm a Falcons fan. When Shannon Sharp called Julio Jones, and uh, <laughs> he asked for a trade on live TV, like that is literally the only love Atlanta sports got. And on on, on a day after a trade on game one or game one. Of the playoffs and i'm like okay yeah fuck this i'm, I'm making my own podcast <laughs> yeah. like i'm sick and tired of, of media. did you see what skip bayless said about chris paul like come on man he what did he say like walt frazier's better than chris paul like come on bro. he said chris paul was not a top 15 point guard of all time and that he's known more for his state farm commercials than his play in the basketball court in the postseason that is um playoffs. That, uh, go ahead. That's yeah, like that's ridiculous. That's a that's a take you see from like a fifteen year old incel, not Skip Bayless. But Skip Bayless knows yeah, who seriously. he's pandering to. Yeah. Like I'm sure Skip Bayless doesn't actually feel that way, but it's the fact that he has a platform to say it and like people continue to watch and just yeah. like it's it's not sports media anymore. And be real, bro. Like, who would you rather have, Walt Frazier or Devontae Graham? Like, be real. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, it's Devontae just ridiculous at this point. So, <laughs> he's a 20 he's game a, guy. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he's that pure Ar- Hooper archetype, but I actually do like watching him. Yeah, but like, no, sports media is in the freaking It's gutter, terrible. And I don't even think it's sports media anymore. It's so literally just LeBron there. James. Yeah, it's like, what does this loss mean for LeBron's legacy? Like, LeBron doesn't have. I should have touched on this earlier, guys. LeBron James does not have shit to prove to anybody anymore. Like, he, like his career is so solid. Like, LeBron like, could get the, like, swept in the since, first round. Like after three one, bro. Like after three one, like what can you say about LeBron? LeBron could get swept every single year from now until he retires and nothing would change there's still a certain group of people that would view him as the best ever and there's still a group of people who would view him as the second best ever but for him to already be the unanimous people to say he's not too is ridiculous also yeah he's top two for like anybody Uh, and like like, there's probably like a small like three percent of people who like disagree but we won't even acknowledge those people lebron james was the face of this era and there is nothing he could do to diminish his legacy or even help his legacy really because think about it if lebron james wins two more titles before he retires aren't there still going to be people who say he lost in the final six times and jordan didn't yeah like <laughs> like people are still going to try to discredit him they're gonna be like six is better than six to six yeah and for that debate is like it's so tiresome and 
in my opinion it's stupid mm -hmm. i don't think there's a best player ever that's just my uh, take on it the only way i can judge it is by throwing out accolades throwing out impact on the game and just purely looking at like skills on the basketball court that's the only way i can have that argument like if we're having that argument and you try to bring up like a certain number rings of wins, rings I, yeah rings like you can't have that argument because like when you start inviting stuff into that that's just like a bunch of like moving the goalposts and stuff if you want to say michael jordan's the better basketball player going purely off skills then cool but if like you're using other stuff to like justify it then like okay we i don't need to be having that argument with you and it's a dumb tiresome argument that i'll it with you because i know you know the game and you're not gonna like when you talk about it like you're not gonna be biased but like with an average fan who just like when you come into it already like hating a certain player no matter whether it's jordan or lebron like, it's just stupid and it's no point in getting into it you're not going to change the other person's opinion sports media and the casual fan um they 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 portray the game through a lens that is just not doing basketball justice like at all and you know the nostalgia bias they have is gross to me too i'm not the most knowledgeable person in the world about the game of basketball but like I feel like I've had enough relevant experience to be able to sit here and talk about the game through my lens and from a, a lens that's less dr dramatized, I guess is the word, and more like, you know, about like what the game is really about. So for me to, to see people like, you know, just like talking about rings and, you know, the LeBron jokes are funny. They are. And and that's but, why I, I, I have like a, why I said all fillers, no facts is the thing. like. Because I'm just looking purely off what I see on the basketball floor. Like, I do not care for rings. I don't care how many MVPs you won. You know somebody was using MVPs to try to justify Giannis being one of those guys that can <laughs> win a championship as your main option. Like, bro, I do not care. Westbrook like, wanted MVP. He could win five. He could win five straight MVPs, and he still wouldn't be a top five player. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, what are you going to do when it matters? But either yeah, way, like, I, I feel stupid. like... I feel like we both kind of share the same like sentiment about like sports media and like it's not really sports media anymore and i hope like at least like we can try and bring, we can try and bring some sort of uh fair-sidedness to sports media even if it's only to yeah. a small group of people because i mean i think you can agree that like neither of us are yeah. here for like money viewers clout anything like that like it's just like, something we like fuck about do. listeners i like, I saw this dude telling me to stop tweeting about basketball because I have bad takes. Like, bro, you think I give a fuck what you think about my takes? Like, what? Why would I care what, about some, what, what some random hey, internet stranger who definitely has not, you know, played as much basketball, watched as much basketball as I have? Like, why would I care? I have my opinions based off of what I saw in my eyes. Like, I don't give a, like, I don't care what you're talking about. Like, it's one thing having a discussion, but like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm glad I have this platform now, though, to speak about it. Yeah. I'm very tired of people watching the game and, like, instead of just, like, being a viewer, they feel so emotionally attached to a certain team or a certain group of players and, like, everything <laughs> else is just centered around that. That's what I talked about earlier. That's why I'm, like, no, glad like, LeBron some, is out of the playoffs. I say some insane things. I say some insane things while I watch the Hawks play basketball, but like I'm not, I'm not ridiculously biased when it comes to them. I'm a little biased, don't get me wrong, but I'm not ridiculously biased. Like I won't sit here and tell you like the Hawks they're gonna win a title with DeAndre Hunter as their second best player. Like no, 
he'd have to take a serious shot, which he could, but yeah, yeah, touched, yeah. we've already touched on that. But yeah, uh, we definitely, we're tired of sports media. We're hoping we can bring some sort of small change to that. And with that being said, uh, we're going to get into a very heated, okay. minus okay, well, argument. Yeah, one last, one last pure bias argument. <laughs> Who is the better player on the Warriors? Stephen Curry or KD? It's Stephen Curry for me. Like, I'm sorry. It's Stephen Curry. Josh KD has lost his mind, mode. y'all. Josh has lost his mind. Bro, when you're seven feet tall and you get to play fully one-on-one, like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I, the game is easy for him. Like, Stephen Curry, he was getting chased all around the court. Like, defense put way more attention on Stephen Curry. The game's like, easy for Steph. Steph. The game's easy for Steph, too, because of KD's presence. How? 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 Bro, they bro. literally, bro. KD was playing one on one, and nobody, nobody can stop KD one on one. You can't double KD hey, either. KD didn't even see doubles. Like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you, bro? You're seven foot superstar, sec, apparently second best player in the world. You don't even see doubles. Like, what? That's like being the number two receiver on the field. Like, it doesn't. You're not that guy. Like, bro, I guarantee you, if you ask any, like, NBA coach that faced the Warriors in that time, they'll have, and ask them, who was who was your goal to stop, Stephen Curry or KD? They will tell you Steph Curry every time. Josh, I don't care about that, because who hit that shot in Game 3 of the 2017 Finals? I mean, it's easy when you have none of the pressure on you, because you're not even the best player on the team, like, and when you have nobody coming to W. Oh, my God. It's just crazy. Like, who who could sit no. here? Who could sit here and tell me like a six three little like you know one trick pony like stuff is better than like a seven foot sure. do it all? <laughs> no way. No, like come on now. Like Stephen Curry and it's, he's who won a title first? Who won a title without the other? LeBron James without the, the other. Warriors organization. Katie had a chance against LeBron. KD had a chance against LeBron. Team without, sport. Without don't Steph. care. <laughs> KD had a chance against LeBron without Steph, and what happened? They lost. They KD were, bro, chance. that was a 23-year-old KD. And Russ, like, you're forgetting Russ is, like, a net negative. Russ was actually good back then. No, nah, I'm bullshitting. Russ was, Russ was good back then. Okay, that, that was when did, a... That when, when did... No, 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 no. Steph Curry beat LeBron when he was 26. That's not that much older than 23. Like, yeah, I'm telling you... In basketball, Curry, it is. In basketball, it is. Not really, bro. Not really. Let's, let's, see, um, let's see how good a 23-year-old DeAndre Hunter is versus when he's 26. You, th- you think it's going to be, like, that's negligible? That's way different. Way different. Bro, let's see lost, how... I mean, Steph Curry lost years because of his ankle. Let's see yeah, how good a 26-year-old Steph Curry versus a 23-year-old Steph Curry... How different was that? Lost years because of his ankle. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. Oh, KD better because he can stay on the floor. Okay, perfect. And then MVP. No, 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 no. Steph Curry <laughs> faced KD, right? What? Face KD, right? See, you remember what happened when Steph Curry faced KD? KD choked. Game five. Game, game seven. Couldn't close it out. Are we? You know one, bro? Are we talking Steph about the Warriors? Curry. Oh, I don't need to bring up Steph's shortcomings in the postseason. We already like, he got locked up by like Kevin Love. In crunch time, bro. We're talking bro, about that. Was just him facing the greatest player of all time. That's different. Who's the common denominator on these nobody. super teams? Brooklyn, Golden bro, that's, State. That's a nasty. <laughs> yeah, this. But this. The thing is, this is KD's first time being the best player on his team, where they're actually this dominant. Like the Thunder weren't this dominant. Like the Warriors. Once were, KD, the Warriors 
we're never gonna win again without KD. Bro, what are you talking about? They were never gonna win another title without KD. Who was beating them? Cleveland. The Warriors could have. You don't think the Warriors could have ran it back and beat Cleveland, bro? That game went down to the wire. It was a four-point differential. That whole the 2018 series. Houston Rockets would have had their way with Golden State. The 2018 Houston Rockets were not beating the Warriors with no KD. You saw what happened when KD went down against the Rockets, right? In 2019. We're talking about the 18 Rockets. The 18. Basically the same they pushed. Team. They it's pushed the Warriors the with KD to seven. With Chris Paul because not the Warriors playing, are better without KD. Basically, the last three games, two games, but okay. Uh, but the <laughs> the Warriors are better. We're a better, more dominant team without KD. That's just not true. They won. They won their one little <laughs> ring or whatever because Kyrie so, went down because Kevin they win, Love got did they hurt. Win and what? Games? And what did happened? They seventy-three games. They lost. Did they win seventy. They games? lost. They won seventy. They didn't have Draymond. Oh my god. I, all right. This is going too far. <laughs> bro, this is going I'm too far. You, I'm telling you, bro. Who would you rather have to have on your team, like right now, to start your team? Steph Curry or Kevin Durant? I'm taking Steph Curry every time. I'm taking KD. Like, KD might be the better individual player, but Steph Curry, like, he he's better on the floor. You're, like, for, you're a Steph Curry gravity like, freak. I'll diminish your argument. So, Steph Curry's that. gravity is just not real. It's just not a real thing now. It's, it's a freak argument. Right, Steph Curry commands two defenders at all times. My brain, my brain's not having this. Um, oh. <laughs> oh my god, that was hey. it's so mindless, but it's fun. Um, but like seriously though, I'd rather have Steph Curry than KD. I no, I definitely understand why. It's like because Steph's unprecedented when it comes to like his ability on the floor. He, bro. Like we've never if, seen a, I, I mean, of course, believe, we've never seen a player like KD, but we've never seen a player like Steph. I can't believe there's people who think Steph didn't change the game the way they, that he did. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't understand why there's people who don't see that Steph was responsible for that. I think th- that's got to be people who weren't watching basketball at the time. I agree. You can go look. You don't even have to like watch that whole season or those seasons to know like how the league changed because of Steph. You can go back and you can go Steph look. Steph is so special. You can go look at how many threes teams were taking per game until Steph, Steph came Curry along. was making more threes than entire teams. It's insane. Yep. Yep. Steph. Yeah. And then. Yeah, he's you, different. You could. I don't know if this is true or not, but I feel like now in 2021, the team making the least amount of threes is probably making more than that Golden State team in 2015. Because the trend has not stopped. Teams are just continuing to take more threes. And people caught on to that because of Steph. Yeah, it wins games, and Steph was the pioneer for that. I don't understand. There's really people out there and I don't know if you've seen them or not, but they don't credit Steph for the three-point revolution. Like, I understand it oh, wasn't like just that. Steph. I understand that. But Steph... The original one. Steph and was like, the greatest shooter of all time. He was the pioneer for that. He was the main... He was the main, you know, the main person responsible. There's no way you could argue that. Always the guy on his team. No, but... Kevin Durant is generational in his own right too. 
where I don't, I really don't think we're gonna see another player like Katie. Generational like, LeBron. <laughs> you know, in the era of positionless basketball, like a lot of guys like Tatum, they they want to play similar to Katie. Like these yeah. fours want to be able to do everything on the floor. None of them are gonna be Kevin Durant. Like they'll get close. They're not gonna be. No Kevin one Durant. could do that. Kevin Durant is a legit seven feet tall, and. He's got elite guard skills. Like, he's a 40% shooter from three. Can hit deep threes. No one can do that except Michael Beasley. You're forgetting, you're forgetting Russ Smith, but okay. No, you're not talking him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, but KD, inside 30 feet, deep threes. He's like a short KD, for real. Who, Beasley? Smith, he like a short KD. Beasley's got that dog mentality. That KD doesn't have. It's that pure hooper like ability, bro. <laughs> we gotta talk about the pure hoopers in more depth. Like I gotta go through and like slander every single <laughs> episode. And every and everybody who vouches for them for the pure. I go through like all of Ball Don't Stop's tweets in one episode. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a nasty. That's a nasty individual. But you can go to hell. We're just about done. We're two. We're two hours and five minutes in. We knew that this episode was gonna be really long. Uh, a lot to talk about. Yeah, there was just a lot to cover this episode. In the future, they probably won't be as long. But if y'all like the longer episodes, of course we can. An hour, hour and a half. Yeah, that was our our target goal for the first, you know, first time around. But you know, there's just a lot to cover. Two two rounds of playoff <laughs> basketball to yeah. cover. And next series or next not next series next uh, episode. We'll have probably a lot of these uh, second round series concluded. We'll cover those for sure. Um, but if you made it this far, appreciate you for tuning in. That's going to be it for today. Appreciate y'all for tuning in. Oh. Peace out, y'all. Oh. Stay blessed.